is the Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find the Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, yo, man, how the heck are you? It is the Monty Show, live every single day. I can't hear you. Hello? Hello? There hey. It, hey, how about that? How about that? It actually worked. But you know, the microphone, you got Hello? Is this thing on? The Monty Show live and local every single day. It's been that day where all day long I've been behind. Uh-huh. Like the phone won't stop ringing. People keep calling the man. Yeah, you're you know, kind of a big deal and not, stuff. Not at all. You not know. nearly as a big deal as the advocates. The advocates.com. The best injury attorneys in the business, without a doubt. Look, if you've been contemplating, if you've been thinking about it, hey, do I need an attorney? The answer is absolutely yes, you do. If you've been hurt at work, I'm telling you, workman's comp is not something you want to play with. There are definitely right moves and wrong moves, and the wrong moves cost you money, and it could cost you your health, your income, your job. That's why you go to the advocates, theadvocates.com, where you never pay out of pocket. No, you don't pay the advocates until they win your case. You can chat with an attorney live online for free right now at theadvocates.com, utahadvocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Good Friday afternoon to you. As we always do, let's start the show with a shout out to the first one in. Meat Rocket 304 is the first one in. Let's go. Let's go. When you're... Hey, man, when your name is Meat Rocket, you get certain privileges. Yes, and today, do. today it is that uh, my guy is first one in. Good to see you. J-Rod says, from breakthrough to possible death blow. Wow. Well, well, it's funny you bring that up, J-Rod, because as we told you yesterday exclusively on the show, um, you know, the Pac-12 is looking to monetize uh, its tier three rights. So those lesser games... Um, they're looking to monetize those lesser games. And what's interesting is we've had a lot of conversations over the last two days about what the Pac-12 is doing. We've worked very hard to reach out to our sources. And one story today particularly got our phones ringing and created conversations. This deal around the Phoenix Suns getting a new TV deal. They dump Bally Sports, who, as you know, is in bankruptcy. The parent company for Bally Sports is in bankruptcy, billions of dollars in debt. In Phoenix today, a very interesting announcement from the Suns. Matt Ishbia, the new owner of the Phoenix Suns, said today he's done with Bally Sports. He's done a deal with a local television network that will extend the reach of Phoenix Suns basketball on free TV. You don't have to pay for it. You don't have to have Bally Sports. You don't have to have cable. Phoenix Suns basketball heretofore will be on free TV throughout the state of Arizona. So from Tucson to Phoenix, I mean, you name it, in Arizona, you're going to be able to watch Phoenix Suns basketball. Obviously, this was almost a mirror image of the deal we talked about yesterday with the Pac-12. As we told you, the Pac-12 is trying to monetize It's tier three content. And I want to make this very clear. What tier three content is, are those games that networks don't pick up. So if you have 10 teams, you have five games a week. Right now, from the the 
sources that we have, the Pac-12 is not guaranteed anything more than two games a week broadcast through their distribution channels, which we are telling you is one on stream and one on, on ESPN and ABC. If the deal happened today, we believe that's the structure that you would get. But that's only four teams. What happens to the other six teams in those three games? Well, the Pac-12 is trying to figure that out. And the, the deal we told you about yesterday from our sources in TV was that the Pac-12 is trying to localize that tier three content. So they are trying to do deals with local TV stations and let's use the state of Arizona again. Okay, so you have Arizona football, right? The Wildcats. Locally in Tucson and in, you know, I would say central and southern Arizona, you're going to get Arizona football because that's your local market. So if you happen to have the CW, let's say, Let's say a deal is done at the, with the CW in the Pac-12. The CW would broadcast that Arizona game in and around their regional area. Go across the Pac-12. That's how their TV deal would work for their tier three rights. That brings revenue in-house, or at least that is the theory, that that would bring revenue back in-house. Everybody would be a win. It would cover the, the gap between the money that their big TV deal wouldn't get them. It felt like a win-win. We started digging into that today, and when the Suns deal was announced, several, not one, not two, several of our sources called us directly and said, hey, here's the nuts of what's going on. The issue for the Pac-12, and one that I don't see a solution to, and the TV sources that I've spoken to don't see an issue or a resolution to the issue is, well, if you are Apple TV, Amazon, any stream partner, and you're ABC and ESPN, who are you going to pick out of the weekly schedule? Are you going to pick Oregon, Washington? Are you going to pick Utah? Are you going to pick Prime and Colorado? Well, of course you are. And the fear and really the realization is that those four schools would predominantly be picked to be on national television across the country. They would be the, the schools that would be pushed. But what does that do to the other six schools? In football season, how many national networks, ABC, ESPN, Apple TV, Amazon, let's talk like for Amazon's Friday night game. How many times is Amazon going to take the Arizona football team and put them on a, a an exclusive Pac-12 football game? Probably not very many. What do you say to Oregon State? One, one source I spoke to directly said there is zero value in Pullman, Washington with Washington State. Washington State would almost never be part of a Pac-12 TV deal on a national level. So obviously the implication here is who's signing that grant of rights? Four teams that signed that grant of rights. Obviously that's Washington, Oregon, Colorado, and Utah because those are the four top football programs and football is what makes the world go round. You'd have six of the 10 members of the Pac-10 that would rarely be on national TV, if ever. And when they are, it would probably be on stream only. And Jake, I just don't see how that works for the conference. Yeah, it doesn't work for the conference. And I think the tough part is, is that you, you, if you're one of these smaller schools, this deal just does not work for you. If you're Washington State, it doesn't work for you. If you're Oregon State, it doesn't work for you. And so the question then becomes, what is your, what's the next option for the conference? And, and this is kind of why I've been talking about the fact that these schools need to either have the ability or find the ability in short order to sell the, the ad space on their own broadcast because that's the only way that you're really going to make good money and money enough to, to be healthy. And I think this concept of selling your own broadcast 
seems to be a novel concept in the sports world at the Pac-12 level or, 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 or at other levels of sports, you know, whether whatever sport you want to look at. You notice that most conferences slash leagues, you know, are not just going out to the streets and selling their own broadcasts. And I think what's really interesting about that is when you choose not to do that, things tend to get pretty complicated because now you need like 15 people at the table instead of like three people in your sales staff at the table. And that's what I think people are starting to come around to. It's obviously not widely accepted, but I think when you see a uh, a franchise in the Phoenix Suns doing something like this, where, where they're basically just going to make their product widely available for every Suns fan to watch, and their concept is, hey, let's get as many eyeballs to the tube as we possibly can, and then let's go ahead and take that number of eyeballs and leverage it to go out to advertisers in the community uh, or businesses in the community and get them to buy into the broadcast. It's absolutely brilliant. I, I mean, it's it, it's exactly what you would want to have happen, and I think people are just not comfortable with that idea yet but what's so funny is you see you know radio stations you see shows like ours you see other you know it, like other broadcasting spaces already utilizing this concept it's kind of what i was saying yesterday on the show you don't see every show on youtube getting together and forming a little union and then trying to get a grant to rights deal done that's not how it works in our world that's just not that would never happen and so the only difference between that and what the Pac-12 or what any of these conferences are doing is that the schools have just been programmed to kind of bandy together and let a commissioner handle it for them. And I think what you're going to see, and this is just my opinion, not being told this, but just my opinion, I think that at some point you're going to see major players like the Oregon's, Washington's, yeah. hell, even SEC teams because they're going to catch wind of this. Let's go out, let's do our own free TV deal for everybody, and then let's go make a crap load of money uh, in the local community and not have to negotiate with ESPN or Fox or a major TV player. Well, I, I and I think that's the real issue here. If you look at it, Matt Ishbia's quote in this tweet right here from the Washington Post is Ben Strauss, money always follows more fans. The monetization is not the number one focus, Matt Ishbia said, the owner of the Phoenix Suns. The first focus is reach. And we've talked about this repeatedly. I mean, repeatedly with the Pac-12. And in my opinion here is that if you're the Pac-12, go all in with Amazon because that's going to get you the reach that you so desperately need and desire. But yet the Pac-12 won't do that Best. because they are, they are, this is again, and I'm not trying to be a jerk about this, but you have a group of older executives in this league that don't use streaming on a regular basis in their own lives. They don't watch football games on phones. And I think, frankly, that's a huge part of it. So when you look at this situation for the Pac-12 and you now hear, hey, you're looking at a situation where this quite literally is a, a crisis of existence, an existential crisis because I don't believe that you're going to be able to get even half of this league to sign of gr a grant of rights if two scenarios are present. If it's a stream-only deal with Apple TV, I just don't believe that most of this conference is going to be willing to sign a grant of rights on that. And the other thing is, if this is a deal where half the conference is not going to be selected on a week-to-week -week basis and you're going to have between four and six teams that will never be on TV, 
that's just not going to cut, cut the mustard in this league. And, Fast. you know, I, I look at, at part of the conversation that I had with a, a source very high up in the TV industry this afternoon talking about how the Pac-12 was mandating in their TV negotiations that every school had to be on TV twice a year. Um, so they know they have this problem. Yeah. This isn't like a secret or something they're unaware of. The Pac-12 is well aware that the Oregon states, the Washington states, I think during football season, specifically Arizona is problematic. I think during basketball season, you look at most of this conference, it's going to be very difficult for a team like Utah to put their men's basketball program on any national network because they just don't win games. They're not relevant. I think that's very difficult when you look at the Huntsman Center in Salt Lake City and it's empty during college basketball games because the men's team doesn't draw because they're not competitive. I think that is a very big problem when you're talking about TV because Utah basketball is never going to be on TV. I look at Oregon. I think Oregon will be on no matter what the sport is because Best. it's Oregon and there's money there. So I think they'll always be on. But if you're Cal Athletics... What do you say to Cal athletics in this scenario? Can you ever see a situation where Cal football is one of the top picks on a schedule for the week in the Pac-12? I cannot ever rationalize that. I don't see that as a possibility. And I look at this stuff with the Suns and I look at the way that TV negotiations are going. This is not the future. It's the present. It is absolutely the present. This Bally Sports regional you know, sports network collapse has absolutely forced people like Matt Ishbia, the new owner, the newest owner in the NBA, a multi-billionaire from the mortgage industry. It's forced him to innovate. And the thing that happens when you have billions of dollars and you have a problem, you throw money at that problem and you innovate. And you Press. look at this quote and I'll play, I'll put it up again. Look at that quote right there. Money always follows more fans. The monetization is not the number one focus. The first focus is reach because what happens when you're when you're the Phoenix Suns and you're running through the, the playoffs and you have Kevin Durant and you have Devin Booker? People are going to watch you, right? Okay, forget the playoffs then. What about in December? And it's a it's a hot December night in Scottsdale. People are going to sit out on their patio and watch the Suns game. Because Kevin Durant. You know who I am. It's Kevin Durant and it's Devin Booker. Yeah. And that's what this conference, the Pac-12, has to embrace. And again, I'm not, I, I'm, I understand that people are going to be like, oh, Big 12 ain't on, bro. You Truck know. stop conference, there he is. <laughs> what I'm telling you is the Big 12 has acknowledged this because there's one truth the Big 12 fans can't get away from. You didn't get the biggest TV deal in the world. You didn't even get a, a TV deal that blew people away. Let's not forget what the reaction to the Big 12 TV deal was. You came out too early, you jumped at the first thing you got, and you left money on the table, right? That was the reaction to that deal. Now, of course, we all know that's not the case at all. I don't believe the, the uh, Big 12 left a penny on the table. Right. But are they resting on their laurels of $31.7 million a year? No, they're not. And why are they not doing that? Because they know they need more money than that to thrive. So we're doing Kansas City in the, the Big 12 tournament and Shaq is a DJ and Rucker Park and we're doing Mexico and we're doing combines at Jerry World. All this stuff to make more money. But, but what does it really do? What does it really do? It brings you reach in Mexico. 
It brings you reach in Rucker Park. It brings you reach in the NFL. It brings you reach across the country. And when you have reach, you have leverage. And when you have leverage, you are going to make money. Facts. That's what the Pac-12 has never embraced. Facts. The Pac-12 thinks that they're going to drop a pile of crap in a bag and burn it on a football field. And people are going to dance around and, and be like, oh, I got to spend money on that. I'm for real. Well, the problem is nobody's spending money and nobody wants a pile of crap. Mm -hmm. And essentially, that's what you have in, in the current state of this economy and this TV industry and the tech industry where layoffs now become the norm. People are a little hesitant to just throw gobs of cash around. So what are we concerned about with the Pac-12? Well, we're concerned about that half the league's not going to be on TV or not going to be distributed on a regular basis. That That's right. Your Washington states are going to miss six weeks of the season, which we all know is not an option for Washington State or Oregon State or whatever second-tier school you want to look at in the Pac-12, which is why this is an existential crisis because ultimately, yes, you have four brands in the Pac-12 that are always going to make money no matter what conference they're in, and then you have the rest of the league that's not going to make anything and mm. they're more focused on being the third-ranked educational institution in the land. That's the problem. I, I am telling you now, this is a huge problem for this conference. You have half of this conference that's not desirable in football. And you've got about three-quarters of this conference that's not desirable in basketball. Mm -hmm. That And that's, that's a God's honest truth. If you look at where this conference is, when it comes to major basketball competition in this country, how many teams in the future Pac-12 take out UCLA, take out USC? How many teams are truly relevant? I don't know. One, two, maybe. And you better get San Diego State, right? And you wonder why Brett Yormark is so singularly set on making sure Gonzaga comes to the Big 12? Because he knows that that is a big, big target for, for George Klyovkov in the Pac-12. Yeah. He knows that that is a, a, an absolute blue chip program. And if, if you don't get, at a minimum, San Diego State, if you're the Pac-12 and you do not add San Diego State, my God, yeah. you're, you're, in, you're, in, you're in real trouble <coughs> if, you do not get, if you do not get San Diego State. Yep. Like it is, bro, it is, it's a huge problem. Uh, Maury Alvarez says, how the Pac-12 turns the roller coaster in motion. Facts. That's a, that's a fact. He also says, uh, "Hey guys, guys, guys! Monty's not wearing black. No, dude, it's incredible, I'm, bro. I'm wearing bro. I'm wearing blue, and I am currently baking, dude. It's I don't the know. Vernal equinox. I need to dude. crack open my. Uh, I need to crack dude, open my. It's the vernal equinox. Energy. You're wearing a shirt other than black today, but it's got black on it. That's right. And and, and by the way, I have on black pants and dark colored shoes as well." You know, but that, equinox. that doesn't change the fact that Bucked Up Energy is the official energy drink of the Monty Show. And ice cold Miami. So good. Oh, so good. Make sure you get the free samples of Buckshot. You guys, the Buckshot is incredible. You look at what Buckshot does, and it truly gives you long-lasting, all-day energy that's clean energy. And dudes, I'm telling you, it's a little sip that I, I am personally a huge fan of the watermelon flavor of Buckshot. I think it is absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. You guys got to hook it up. Don't take my word for it. Free samples in the description below. All you have to do is click the link and you too can be pissed off at your chair all day. Anyone anyway, no, my point is in the description <laughs> below. 
I'm going to lose my mind on this chair I got. Uh, in the description below, make sure that you click on the free samples of Buckshot. They'll send them right to your front door, and I'm telling you it's game-changing. Yeah. It is absolutely game-changing. I also tell you all the time about the Pixie Pump. Get it at buckedup.com. Uh, make sure you use the promo code MONTY to get 20% off your purchase at Bucked Up. Um, the Pixie Pump is fantastic. There's nothing that, that Bucked Up does that is done halfway. There's nothing that doesn't work. Their products do exactly what they say they're going to do. I love their greens. I love their collagen peptides. I love their LFG pre-workout. Uh, Mrs. Monty loves, loves, loves their low stim stuff. What if, you're not a, if you're not a big caffeine person, my wife, and I love the woman. She is so remarkable right now, working out, training for a triathlon, powered by Bucked Up. And Bucked Up low stim. And she's doing three workouts a day in the morning. And I mean, it's crazy. Do you even lift? Because Bucked Up works. Uh, BuckedUp.com. Bucked Up, the official energy drink of the Monty Show. Let's get your comments on the Pac-12. Uh, Starry says, Stanford uh, trans swimming on Tier 3 will save the Pack. Why make a comment like that? Yeah, dude. Real original. Yeah, if that's your comment, we probably don't want you here. Yeah. Uh, J.K. Marshall, all Pack games on free TV uh, on AZ, yeah. But but this is my point right here. This this reaction in sports enables you to make an F load of money, right? Think about it. All these people, if you just roll out and you're like, hey, bro, you can tune into this channel or this platform, get everything you want for free. That's yeah. it. Make it easy for the consumer. So then when you go to Buddy, the home improvement guy, or, you know, Jimmy's air conditioning and say, hey, we've got 3 million people in Utah or Arizona or California, whatever the number is, whatever the state is, you can say, we've got all these people who don't know you're alive and you they could know you're alive and you could run a promo and you X, Y, Z, and you can make money and we can make money. Like, it just works perfectly. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's no surprise to me that a guy who's a mortgage industry professional and veteran thought to do this, that it just dawned on him, hey, screw the RSN model. Let's just go to market with it. W why not? We can make money. But see, I look at Jay Chapman's comment, and I completely disagree with this. The stakes for Tier 3 are very mediocre. There are literally hundreds of viewers to be won. I completely disagree. Are there millions? There's not. But if you are in Tucson and... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to buy a different chair. I'm just telling you now. This stupid armrest. I got this race car chair, right? And the armrest over here, every time I lean on it, pushes out. And it makes me absolutely crazy. <laughs> anyway, the point is, if you're in Tucson, Arizona, you're watching Arizona sports, right? Yes. If the CW, for example, if the CW has Arizona football versus Oregon State, you're going to watch the CW. Yeah. The point is, you want to saturate the local market with that programming. It isn't about winning hundreds of thousands of new fans. It's about super serving your local market so you can monetize that. If the only place to watch Arizona football is on the CW in Tucson, Jimmy's Toyota store in Tucson is going to spend money on the CW. Oh, right? Joe Blow Regional Hospital is going to send money, spend money on the CW. Yeah. That's where the win is. So many people are focused on, oh man, you gotta have millions of viewers. You don't actually. What you have to do is reach as many of them as you can.
And when you are regionalizing programming, think about the state of Utah. Again, if you're the Utah Utes football team and you're not on Amazon Prime Friday night and you're not on the ESPN Pac-12 game of the week, if you put on Utah versus Oregon State and that game's on the CW locally, I'm telling you, it would be gangbusters. My guess is University Health, U Health would be all over that. AFC, you would be all over that. I mean, you, you look at Coca-Cola, Budweiser, you look at all of the sponsors that spend money on sports on the regular. Yeah. Car brands. Like, they're all going to be on that. Soda, energy drink, food, restaurants. They're all going to be on that. Yeah. They're absolutely heating and cooling. Are you telling me that Jimmy Ray's heating and cooling in Salt Lake City doesn't want to be affiliated with Utah football? Absolutely they do. And why do they, though? Because the, the affiliation with Utah football in your own community is powerful. It's not like you're Jimmy the cool the cooling heating and cooling company in Salt Lake and you're running an ad in L.A., That's right? right? You're not doing that. You're running it in your local community. So... Jay, yeah, do they do they have millions? No, probably not. Do they have hundreds of thousands? Yeah, yeah, they probably do. Yeah, they do. And- I, I think people just consistently forget that this it you have to understand who's consuming the product. That's what you have to understand. Would you love to have every one of your games on national TV? Yeah, you would. But there is massive local appeal for Cal, for Stanford. If you put the Cal-Stanford game, it's not going to get picked up on on your national broadcast. It's it's just not. But if you put Cal-Stanford on your local CW station in the Bay Area, that thing is going to, that's going to print money. That's going to print money. Yep. Like, it's all about getting as many people in your market to watch TV and then selling that to your corporate sponsors and bringing in new money. The, The issue also becomes... A lot of people don't want to do the sales work it takes to create new money. Yeah. But you have to do that Fast. because that's how you're going to make money. And again, by the way, not to not to be too simplistic about it, but isn't this the death of grant of rights? Isn't this where we get to a point where when you have, by some accounts, three quarters of the Pac-10 teams remaining that don't want to sa- sign a grant of rights... If that, in fact, is true, and you don't do a grant of rights, and you're Oregon football, and you can do a grant of rights on your own with Amazon Prime, with Apple TV, with ESPN, why wouldn't you do that? Agreed. Like, I'm telling you, at some point, the the grant of rights is going to die. Well, I mean, what is grant of rights, truly? I mean, I mean, truly, in today's college landscape, it's the haves carrying the dead weight of the have-nots. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, if, you, if grant of rights was... Instead of grant of rights being all the teams in your conference, if it was actually all the teams that had six wins, what would grant of rights look like? You know, if it was, hey, you got to be top 25, what would grant of rights look like? I mean, you start to understand Mm -hmm. that grant of rights is just the good teams carrying the bad teams. And that's that's, exactly right. That's why I say like Oregon, in your example, has no incentive to continue to do grant of rights in a conference that, in my opinion, should have merged with the Big 12. You don't have an incentive to do that anymore. And that's why I say, yes, is the Sun Steel uh, a different sport in a, in a different area? Yeah, on one hand, yeah. But on the other hand, it's essentially the same deal in a business sense. George Klyovkov 
understands and I believe is starting to get a really good handle on the idea that he doesn't have a way to get all 10 teams to sign a grant of rights. And, and that this is the next wave. And by the way, I would also point out, number one, Lopes Van Gave giving away 10 gifted memberships. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Hop on him. Appreciate you. Uh, Greg Romano. Look at Mrs. Monty picking up a membership. Okay. Mrs. Monty should be chair shopping right now for me. Gift more memberships so Monty can afford a new chair. I'm going to saw the arm on this chair off. My fucking ass. You ever just have those days where the little things like the stupid arm on your chair flipping out all the time? Hmm. Fuck over here. Anyway, the point is, thank you, Lopes fan. Gabe, <laughs> appreciate that. Um, uh, you guys can always gift memberships. We would love to have you hit the join button right now. If you want to, you know, add a membership, buy a membership from us, $1.99, get you highlighted every one of your comments. Uh, and generally, well, I mean, not generally, always we're going to read member comments before anybody else as well. For $9.99 a month, you can join our exclusive group where you get into our uh, members only Instagram chat, which is off the chain on a regular basis. All of our insider information goes into that member chat first. So we always appreciate uh, you guys that are there. Um, one other quick thing on this on this Suns deal, because I think this is also a really important point. The Phoenix Suns today, with this deal, believe that they can reach as much as two point eight million, two point eight million households, um, tripling their availability. So you're telling me that you were in less than a million households for Phoenix Suns basketball on Valley Is that a real Sports. question? That's insane. And so I would ask you as well, hmm, if I'm on Apple TV, how many households am I in? Whereas if I'm on the CW, I'm in everybody's house essentially because it's free over-the-air TV. You're growing your reach. Yeah. And I, I think it's a concept that a lot of people don't want to grasp or don't understand. You're growing your reach by, by doing it. I don't think it's crazy at all. And by the way, here in Salt Lake City, I think this is what's coming to the Phoenix, uh, to the uh, Utah Jazz TV deal as well. Mm -hmm. Because the Utah Jazz need to be able to stream every one of their games for free and watch every one of their games for free. You know, Jazz fans need to be able to do that. And right now, you can barely see their games. Agreed. Yep. I mean, yep. If you put if you put Utah Jazz games back on Ion TV, the CW, KUTV, KUTV. If you did a deal with KSL Five in in Salt Lake City, do you know how much more growth you would have? Yeah. It, it, I I don't even know that you could that you could quantify. And that's my the point. percentage of growth. It would be unbelievably oh. more. What do we really? I mean, what's really even the conversation? And and the reason again, and I think it needs to be pointed out. The reason that, in in my opinion personally, that this is kind of a death knell for the Pac-12 on some level is because th there are the haves and the have-nots, as I have said five minutes ago, all day today. The haves versus the have-nots. The haves understand, hey, we got a brand, right? Like, we're Oregon yes. football. We're, we're Washington football. We're Utah football. We got a brand here, and we can go out into our local community and sell the hell out of that brand. 
So for us to do a grant of rights, that makes no sense, which means, hey, now we got to look at conference realignment. Now we got to look at where our home's going to be. By the way, we really like the idea of a conference-wide scouting combine at Jerry World. We really like the idea of our players getting to go to Rucker Park. Like You start to understand that if these schools are going to take control of their distribution, how that mindset starts to bleed into other business aspects of college football. And that's why I say like, yes, yesterday on the show, we talked about how, hey, the idea that the Pac-12 is thinking about going out on their own to market, that's a breakthrough, absolutely. But now you start to understand, hey, the Suns just did this deal. You think Phil Knight's not aware of this deal after he just gave Kevin Durant a lifetime contract? Don't be an idiot. He's well aware of this deal, and he understands it. I guarantee it. So that's what I'm saying. Like, this is not necessarily a good thing for the long-term viability of the Pac-12. But again, it remains to be seen what kind of deal, you know, George Klyovkov can come up with. By the way, did you guys see uh, what the chancellor of Illinois said, who is also, by the way, um, the president of the executive committee in the Big Ten? He said, the notion of expansion is not really at the top of our list at the moment. This is an honest answer. We're only going to do what's best for our current membership. There has to be some value added for expanding beyond. Okay, that last line. Value added for expanding on. Hey, I'm Oregon football. I'm not affiliated with a conference right this second. We're selling our own TV deal. We bring value. We bring you uh, yet another school in the Western or in the Pacific time zone. That's what that means. Well, I and I'm curious. And by the way, this is Nicole Auerbach at uh, The Athletic, um, who was at the press conference today where they, they introduced Tony Petiti, the new commissioner of the Big Ten. I think this is a big deal. And what is it that everybody's talking about? Talking about TV deals. Yeah. They're talking about new new value. The Big Ten, as we've reported on this show for months and months and months, is not close to adding Oregon and Washington. And why is that? Because Kevin Warren went to the Chicago Bears, and they have not been out selling new viewership, period. They haven't gotten a stream deal, which is probably what they're going to have to get to add new new members. And those new members are going to have to bring revenue with them. Certainly, Oregon does that with Nike, right? But you look at, you look at the, the kind of deal that it would take, you're going to have to get, if you're the Big Ten, you're going to have to get hundreds of millions of dollars to add new new teams. Mm-hmm. You, there's just no way that you're going to be able to say, okay, well, we'll add you guys for $50 million a year, but you're going to have to, you know, split $100 million. So the rest of us, like, it doesn't work that way. You're probably going to have to get $200 million at a minimum and a school like Oregon and Washington are going to come in at a quarter share, and they're going to have to earn their way up to a to a full share member. It, it is it, it's just the way business is done, man. And I'm telling you, I am absolutely telling you that this is going to be a struggle. It is going to be very difficult for the Big Ten to add Oregon and Washington. And I know that's crazy, and I see everybody saying that that we're nuts. Hey, that's fine. Like you know, I it, you guys. Uh, I just, yeah, I don't know. Connor Johnson, It the thing that amazes me is so many people, you know, are like, oh, you guys are full of shit. Okay, well, all I would tell you is, what did we report yesterday? Hey, 
The Pac-12 is trying to monetize its tier three rights in its markets regionally. What did the Phoenix Suns do today? Hmm. They monetized their rights in their market regionally. Like these are the deals that are happening. We report it and quite literally it happens. The next day. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy the conspiracy theories. So if Connor, you want to say that we make a bunch of shit up, that's fine. But I'm telling you, we don't make stuff up, dude. Yeah. I, this stuff, the, 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 I think it's fascinating to look at the way the TV industry is evolving around sports rights. It, the WNBA deal last week with, with, the, the, with Ion TV and Script Sports, game-changing. Absolutely game-changing. That's a company in Script Sports with Ion TV that's doing a weekly double header, and, the re, and they're doing it regionally. So that, again, the Phoenix Mercury will be seen in Phoenix and Arizona, right? Like the Chicago's, the Atlanta's, the New yeah. York Liberties, the, they're going to be seen in their home markets, and it's a national deal. Like that's, they, do you understand the win that that is for the for WNBA? Both, but, but for both sides too, because if you're the CW in those local markets, like that's really important for you too. Yes. Like it's a win for both sides. Yeah. And I think it's absolutely the future. And you will need to, at some point, at some point you're going to have to grasp the fact that by leaving a national network, you are actually growing your, your reach and your viewers. You're going to have to grasp that principle. It's got to be the right deal. But when you look at the Phoenix Suns adding three times their audience, yeah, up to 2.8 million people by leaving their regional sports network at Bally Sports, are you telling me that there are not markets in the Pac-10 that have more leverage over their local market than the Phoenix Suns? I don't believe it with Oregon. I think they absolutely dominate the state of Oregon. Yeah. I think Washington would absolutely draw in Seattle and the surrounding areas. I have no doubt that Utah would absolutely draw in Salt Lake City and, and northern Utah. I have no doubt about that. I have no doubt about it with BYU. I have no doubt about it with Colorado and Prime, right? Like you, you look at and people are like, oh, it's just BYU and Provo. Watch me. Watch me. If you give them, and again, in the Big 12, this is impossible. Tier 3 rights do not exist. They are owned lock, stock, and barrel by ESPN. Yeah. The Pac-12 can absolutely save itself if it's willing to do this. But the problem is you have to go out and sell it, and you're going to have to find a way to facilitate it. And I think you're going to have to take far less money from people like the CW or Script Sports. Yeah. Because it just doesn't seem like deals, deals are easily made now. Because anything that requires a huge cash outlay is a real problem. Yeah. A real problem. And that's, again, you look at Bally Sports, who the Suns just left Bally Sports. They are almost $10 billion in debt. In bankruptcy, and the Suns are like, all right, dude, we're out. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's, it's unbelievable. Connor Johnson, he's the one who releases a whole... Watch Colorado thing was 100% made up and refuted by Colorado Chancellor. What do you, I, that was not us, by the way. That was not us. I, that was not us. So, Connor, I don't know what you're talking about. T. Lawrence Gragston, basically back to WGN like the Bulls. The more things change, the more it stays the same. Exactly. 
The Chicago Cubs on WGN. The Atlanta Braves on TBS. Yeah. I mean, isn't that what makes legacy sports channels and experiences? Like, if you think about it, it's like, crazy. that's such a great point. Like, I... I look back like I grew up on WGN, dude. Like I like I, I remember I remember watching Kerry Woods 20K game. Like I remember watching, you know, all those iconic moments. And 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 I just think that that TV brands, you know, are are like, well, why is viewership down across the board? Why are more people going to cell phones mm -hmm. and watching it after the fact? And like and it's like, dude, because it's hard to find live. That's the issues. And that's why I'm saying, like, you can't undervalue the importance of making it super duper, like, easy and efficient and no-brainer for the consumer. Yep. Uh, Patrick Bourne says, well, the report did not have a lot of Utah in the linear portion, mostly Oregon, Washington, if you are talking Apple TV. and I, I But I think this is a huge part of the, the reason that you do not have a deal in the Pac-12 because you have people like, you know, Amazon. Amazon, let's say, as we reported back in October, and now everybody has picked up on the story. Amazon doesn't want tier one rights. What does Amazon want? Friday night, one game, Pac-12 game of the week on Amazon Prime Sports. Yeah. Do you think they're taking the worst matchup of the week? I'm going to guess they're not taking the worst matchup mm -hmm. of the week, right? So they're probably, let's just say they're taking Oregon and, and Utah, which would absolutely be one of the prime matchups of the week. So now Oregon and Utah are on Apple or on Amazon Prime. Yeah. What's the second best game of the week? Okay, Washington and Arizona State. Okay, that game's on ESPN. It's the Pac-12 after dark. Yeah. And that's your national TV package. Right? Like, there's your issue right there. Okay. Well, let's say you go to Apple TV, and now they carry every single one of the games. They carry all four and sometimes five games, depending on buy schedules. Well, now you're not getting any reach at all. Because you don't know, you, you A, Apple's not going to tell you exactly how many people are watching. Mm -hmm. Again, what's the best indicator of future action? Past behavior. Apple is not openly sharing viewership numbers on MLS right now. Why is that? <coughs> well, my guess is because it's a tiny number. But what, what is Apple saying? Yeah, we're not getting the subscription levels we had hoped for. Because it's garbage. So now all of your games are on Apple TV. People are not watching. You're probably having to hit a, hit a subscription number. You're going to have to give a rebate. So is that really a solution? And oh, by the way, how are you going to get a grant of rights done? Because we reported yesterday on this very program right here, on, this, on the program yesterday, yeah. that you have four schools, Arizona, Arizona State, Washington, and Colorado that are not on board with a 100% streaming deal. Yeah. So it's a no-win situation. In my opinion, and I know you're tired of hearing me say this, Apple TV is not an option for the Pac-12. Yeah. Whether it's, just, it's one game or... You know, every game, every game. It's, it's not an option. It's not an option. I do not believe, I do not believe that that's the right way to go. I just, there's just no sex appeal there. There's, if you're going to go all in on a streamer, you need that to be Amazon prime, but that's, I don't think that's an option. Yeah. I really don't think it's an option. And I still maintain that your best, your best bit of business is to sell two of your games to distributors and, and, in my opinion, you need to retain the right to decide which games are on TV. Facts.
but those deals are almost impossible to come by. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know how you fix that. I really don't, I don't know how you fix that. It, it, it's a huge problem. Marlon Shaw gives us a $10 uh, tip to say, not saying you're idiots. I just think you're making some stretches in your conclusions on this occasion. I read the tea leaves differently. That doesn't make me an idiot either. I don't think you're an idiot at all. It's two opinions looking at specific in inconclusive facts and reaching different conclusions. Differences, WGN and TBS were national channels, whole different model than local TV. Au contraire. Au contraire. WGN was not a national channel. Yeah. WGM Superstation, TBS Superstation were national channels. What people fail to realize, with all due respect, Marlon, I grew up in Chicago. WGN Channel 9, WGN is a local powerhouse. They have a massive transmitter. They have a massive signal. You got the entire Midwest. Think about the St. Louis Cardinals. Why do, why do the St. Louis Cardinals have so many fans? Four simple letters. K-M-O-X. The entire Midwest gets St. Louis Cardinal baseball. Right? For real. You look in Atlanta. Where did TBS start? TBS started as a local cable channel that then blew up and went national. And then what happened? Their local cable channel went away. Much like WGN's local went away. They morphed into national yeah. networks. And by the way, WGN, if you turn on WGN, WGN still has a national feed. So while the nine o'clock news is on WGN Chicago, Andy Griffith or, you know, whatever, Roadrunner versus your mom is on the national feed. Yeah. So it's, it, it's not that you're wrong or I think you're, you're, you're uninformed. I just think people, we have the luxury of talking to people in the middle of these situations. And I can tell you point blank that I have not talked to anybody in the last, specifically 60 days, the last two months who thinks there's a deal to be had here. Not one. And I'm talking about, we have talked to a university president. I have talked to people at pretty much every one of these TV networks. None of them are like, oh yeah, this is getting done. Oh yeah. Don't worry about it. this is getting done. <laughs> Nobody believes that. There is no question. Nobody believes that. Um, Marlon gives us two more dollars to say, still appreciate the show and the discussion. Dude, we're not coming after you, man. I not hope at you all. understand that, man. It's not like that. Not at all. I don't, uh, listen, on this show, I think if you guys have watched this show long enough, you know, I don't believe that I'm right and you're absolutely wrong. I don't believe there are absolutes, but there's a difference. I have information. I get to talk to people. So I have a different perspective and I have more information than you have. So I understand why the CW didn't do a deal with the Pac-12. And I can tell you point blank, why didn't the CW do a deal with the Pac-12? Because George wanted full control and he wanted essentially the entire country. That's right, T. And the CW was like, no. And the company that owns the CW was like, we're not putting Pac-12 football on, on, on WGN. Because where's WGN hubbed out of? <laughs> Chicago. Does anybody in Chicago have a desire to watch Washington football? <coughs> they don't. <coughs> they don't. And again, I, I just look at people like, like Brian Lawler at Ion TV came on our show. The interview's on the channel. Yeah. What did he say? We're not doing that deal. Yeah. We're not doing that deal. 
And I, I, I just don't, I just think it's a very difficult deal to do. Kurt Peters, anyone else feel like the Pac-12 conversation is going nowhere and that the whole thing will fall apart? No deal will get done and teams will scatter. I do. Yeah, I mean, I that's think, essentially what we've talked about today. I, I, mean, I, think, I think the last two weeks, when, when there has been radio silence and people have been calling us and we have been having conversations with people at, at the top of the food chain at, at universities, right, calling us, we're reaching out to people like our sources at ESPN, our sources in TV, and they're telling us, yeah, like our guy at ESPN a couple of weeks ago, hey, yeah, we're back engaged with, with the Pac-12, but the numbers are unchanged. We're at $90 million a year. That's it. Like, they're not, they're not moving because there's no need for them to move and pay more. Mm -hmm. And furthermore, they're going to choose the game. The TV network is going to choose the game that they broadcast. Yeah. Which leaves your lesser tier, less notable, less quality. The have-nots. In the wind. It's why flexing games is a huge problem. It's this Thursday night football problem in the NFL. By the way, winning matters in case this didn't exemplify that. By the way, getting to the college football playoff matters in case this didn't exemplify that. By the way, uh, this is why the Minnesota soccer writer who has an AP vote is such a problem. Oh, because when seriously. you look at, again, and, and I'm not saying I feel sorry for half the Pac-12 that's completely irrelevant because they could give a damn about football. I don't feel sorry for you. But unfortunately for programs like Utah, who I obviously cover and follow and watch and uh, am about, it's really unfortunate that the soccer writer in Minnesota has an AP vote and puts USC ahead of you. So that's why I say, like, relevance is king. Yes, uh, it like, is. Like, I don't care if you're a football program, a TV network, uh, uh, a basketball player, whoever, whoever the hell. Relevance is king, and if you're not relevant, then you're not making money. And that's just the, that's just the beginning, the middle, and the end. Like, there is no other conversation. So when you talk about, hey, I wish that you know, this conversation, like, it just feels like this conversation is going nowhere and the conference is going to fall apart. Yeah, I agree, because ultimately, once a school or an institution gets control of their future, they're not going to want to relinquish that. They're not going to want to give that up. This this whole thing about how Utah wants to be, you know, it really likes being affiliated with Stanford and Cal and institutions of higher learning is going to go down the toilet when you realize that you're not going to get a TV deal done in a traditional sense. That's going to rock the mental state of leadership in the Pac-12, in my opinion. And it's only really a question of how you're going to bounce back from that. Because the schools that bounce back and say, hey, we're Nike. This isn't a problem. We've got something to leverage. There's that word again, leverage. We've got something to leverage. We're going to be just fine. That's yeah. why I have such concern for programs like Utah or, or any sort of, you know, not top-level program, basically. Yeah, and it's somebody like Dibs who says, I grew up in the 90s watching the Atlanta Braves on TBS every night. That's why I'm a Braves fan today. Chipper Jones, Andrew Jones. And by the way, I would also remind you, sports on WGN and on TBS were very different. And, you know, one of the WGN stories I would tell you is Dollar Bill Wirtz, the owner of Chicago Blackhawks, would never do a deal with Jerry Reinsdorf for TV rights because Jerry wanted to put Blackhawk games on WGN Superstation and have them shown all over the country. But Dollar Bill Wirtz thought he wasn't getting enough money there and he was always going to play second fiddle to the Bulls because the Bulls were on WGN Superstation with some guy named Michael Jordan. Yeah. And the Blackhawks would never do that.
And so it was always this constant fight where the Blackhawks were on pay-per-view locally, uh, Sports Channel, for those of you, I don't know how many of you are of that age that remember Sports Channel, but Sports Channel was that was that guy. Uh, Marlon Shaw, my point was I was able to watch WGN and TBS Sports in Idaho, so national coverage. I hear what you're saying. The Bulls and Braves benefit from national broadcast different than local. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But you'll notice, you'll remember when like WGN fell apart, basically. Uh, when they got sold to the Tribune Company and the Chicago Cubs were no longer on WGN, right? But all of that was about, hey, it's now it's a money game. And when TV rights turned into a money game and these regional sports networks, you know, Fox Sports Net or mm-hmm. popped up all over the place and started throwing tons of money at, at teams, that's where all this happened. But you could never sustain that because the rights fees, you could never profit on them because they were so massive. Even if you sold them, it doesn't matter. But Marlon, you're not wrong. I mean, absolutely. There, there is no argument that WGN, WGN's a main reason that the Bulls and Cubs exploded so much. Yeah. There's, there's just no doubt about that. There is, there is no doubt about that. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, but... The Cubs and Cardinals don't need to be part of college game day and stay a part of the whole viewer ecosystem. Which another is, excellent point. Which is another really good point. I think that's that's the tough part here, and I'm glad you brought I'm glad you brought that up as far as ESPN is concerned because it's like ultimately the the concept of these schools selling their own ad space, if you will, on their broadcast is awesome in my opinion. Like I've been saying, I think that that's the way it needs to go. But you understand that that that's going to put ESPN in a certain position. And ESPN is going to have to choose, okay, yes. you know, what What are now with how TV deals work, you know, and, and let's just, just as an example, right? Hey, let's say it's the Big 20, right? Not the Big 12, the Big 20. Let's say that the Pac-12 dissolves and you've got basically three super conferences and the ACC. ESPN with College Game Day is going to have to decide, okay, well, you know, who are who are the most relevant brands and how is all this going to work? It's not just going to be a natural fit that they have all the football coverage because yeah. they're not going to have all the football coverage. I think it's fascinating. Yeah. I think it's absolutely fascinating. I think it is. This is, I think the last two days have been transformative in the Pac-12 TV deal conversation. I think they've absolutely changed the way that I look at this. You know, talking to today, talking to a very high-level TV source who straight up said, like, the Pac-12 wants to negotiate like they're the NFL, and they're not. They want to have control over where their games are placed and which games go where, and that's never going to happen. Like, hearing those words from somebody that, and take my word or don't, but is really high up yeah. in the sports world, it's, it's shocking to hear that, you know, the departure of certain people from the Pac-12 really damaged their ability to get this TV deal done. Yes. It's shocking to hear that George Klyovkov is not always willing to be part of conversations in the early stages with TV people. Yeah. It's shocking to hear that. It's shocking to hear really high up authoritative people in TV saying, hey, I don't know why they would sign a grant of rights. If I were Oregon, I'd go negotiate my own deal because there's nothing stopping them from doing that. It is, it is just amazing to me the way that they continue in the Pac-12 to play this game like somehow they're setting the rules. Yeah. And they're not. They really need to just take a deep breath 
and get the Taco Grande pizza from Papa Murphy's Pizza. Hi, I'm Kylie, and I make fresh, delicious Papa Murphy's Pizza. Uh, hi, I'm Zach, and I make the Papa Murphy's Pizza. Sure, that's take and bake. We built it with the freshest ingredients. You bake it fresh in your oven. By you, you mean me, so technically, I make the pizza. Super good pizza, Kylie. Oh, Kylie, so good. Right now, enjoy big time taco flavors on a pizza with the limited time Taco Grande. Papa Murphy's, change the way you pizza. Change the way you pizza by downloading the Papa Murphy's app right onto your phone right now. Thing I love about the Papa Murphy's app is you can put the pickup time in there. Hey, I'm going to order this at six in the morning, but I want to pick it up at four in the afternoon on my way home from work. Done. It'll be sitting there waiting the pizza because you ordered original crust and you got barbecue sauce. So of course it's going to be ready and it's going to be delicious and your marinara meatballs and your take and bake chocolate chip cookies. And then you're going to use the promo code Monty 25 to get 25% off your purchase at $25 or more. I mean, come on now. You're, you're, you're now you're cooking with gas, right? Papa Murphy's pizza. Make sure you use the promo code Monty 25 hour two of the Monty show as always presented by our friends at the advocates, the advocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business bar none. If you've been in an accident and I know the weather has completely changed coast to coast here in these great United States of America, where we all watch the Cubs on WGN. Um, <laughs> if you're out on your bike, <laughs> Hey, as the advocates always remind you, please wear a helmet. B, if somebody hits you on your bike, if somebody hits you on your motorcycle, if somebody hits you on your scooter, that was not your fault. We have a terrible problem in this country where we do not respect the space of bicycles and motorcycle riders and joggers and scooters and motorcycle riders yes, and Americans. motorcycle riders. And we don't respect other people's space around us. Accidents are going to happen. Yes. The question is, what are you going to do when you get in an accident? Because that accident was not your fault. Call the advocates today. Get on their website right now. Theadvocates.com, utahadvocates.com. Chat with an attorney live online for free. I said for free, 24-7, talk to a lawyer about your situation. Did you get hurt at work today? I, I know you have a great relationship with your boss. I know you think your company is going to take care of you. But you have nothing to lose. Get a free consultation because the advocates do not charge you until they win your case. You don't pay them until they win your case, which means you get a, a money, you get a financial outcome. That's when you pay the advocates. You never reach into your pocket. Get to theadvocates.com, utahadvocates.com. Tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. Talking about the Pac-12. And really, if you're just tuning in, let me, let me do a quick synopsis. And then I really want to get your comments in here today, guys. You have supported us, I mean, for months and months now. The show is growing. I, I, I love the fact that you haven't, hit the, uh, you haven't hit the like button yet. We've had over 2,000 views on the show today, and we only have 88 likes. Please make sure you hit the like button. Please make sure you give Marlon Shaw a round of applause. He gives us 10 memberships. Let's go, baby. Let's go, Marlon Shaw. Appreciate that. Aaron Wilson gives us a membership. Let's go. That's 11 more memberships in the Pac-12 hands. Love it. Thank you, Aaron Wilson, for uh, always donating memberships. You're fantastic. Uh, thank you for supporting the Monty Show. Uh, very much appreciate that. Then we have our guy, uh, MJ Bissett, or the eye patch gives us a thumbs up because I don't know how to work the equipment here. Uh, MJ Bissett gives us a $10 tip to say it's accessibility that is essential, not ESPN or Fox. 
Paying for, quote, premium content that includes commercial breaks is hard to sell. It's all about bang for your buck as a consumer, not that complicated. Agreed. My guy. Agreed. I, I'm telling you, it, it is not about the nameplate. It's about what they can do for you. You have to get, I'll just put it up again. Matt Ishbia, the owner of the, the Phoenix Suns today, if you, if you just got out of work and you're tuning into the show, the Phoenix Suns announced that they are no longer going to put their games on pay channels. Today, the Phoenix Suns and the Mercury, the Phoenix Mercury of the WNBA, signed a radical new TV deal to put all their games on broadcast TV and streaming. Uh, quote, money always follows more fans. The monetization is not the number one focus, Matt Ishbia, the owner of the team, said. The first focus is reach. Reach means eyeballs. Getting your product in front of as many people as possible is exactly what the Pac-12 should be focused on. Unfortunately for them, it's not. Our Thanks. web gives us $2. Pack has to suck it up and get their tier three rights on ESPN+. That's a pay channel. I am, I am more and more in favor of not, not doing the whole pay channel thing. I'm really not. You know, like it just, it, it's one of those things where, in my opinion, I think Matt Ishby is doing it the right way. Yeah, I mean, why would you put your stuff behind a paywall, essentially? It's like, you know, it's the old adage about, like, newspapers, right? Or, like, you know, different websites where you read things. It's got a paywall. You're not going to read it. And my, my, my whole thing is, all right, cool. All I need, all that we should be asking a consumer to do is, is exactly that. Consume the product, whether you're reading or viewing. Just consume the product. It, uh, again, like YouTube, perfect example. We don't ask you, like, we don't say, hey, you, you got to pay a dollar to watch the show every day. We, that's not how YouTube works. YouTube is a, is a free platform that you, just, that you just download on your phone, and that's, that's it. Right. And then we go out, and we sell our own show. It's amazing how that works. Look at my guy Scott of Greywater Watch. I'm in Texas watching a local Papa Murphy's pizza ad. That's national, people. That's exactly right. He also says this show is dope. I appreciate, appreciate you, that. Man. Appreciate I appreciate you. it. Bob Holsey says works both ways. Cyclists act like they don't need to respect traffic rules. Well, that's a problem. Hey, you start talking shit. That's a problem. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so wait. So let me get this right. So Buddy on the, the road bike with his clip-on shoes and his nice track suit. Yeah, he, you know, he blew through the stop signs. So I'm going to take my you know, F550 Dooley and I'm just going to run him over because that feels like the right thing to do. That's what I'm saying. Feels like the right thing to me, you know? Uh, Nick M says, 440 watching, only 87 likes. As the PAC president says to Kleopcock all day, every day, do good or hit the like <laughs> button. <laughs> hey, man, give yeah. us a thumbs up. I appreciate that. Um, uh, let's see. Marlon Shaw gives us Marlon. Dude, appreciate you, dude. Ten more dollars. I'm off to watch my Everblades in the playoff hockey. Hey. Extreme long shot. But if the Blades versus Grizzlies in the ECHL finals, stake dinners on me for the first game in Utah and Florida. Way to go. Let's go, baby. Let's go. That's my guy right there. Let's go. Yeah, we... Uh, you guys we, kick it. We'll flow. We have the Utah Grizzlies tonight at Maverick Center taking on the Idaho Steelheads. It's a... It is a massive game four in a 2-1 series. The Grizzlies yeah. are leading the Idaho Steelheads. It's, it's, gonna be, it's a huge one. There is uh, no doubt about it. By the way, your guy Dylan Fitz was formerly a Floridian. Now mm -hmm. he is a Utah. So, you know, Jeremy Callahan says the answer is run them over. Ooh, don't run anybody over. You know, 
It is. That's not good. Um, the Monty show needs to be consumed. Consumed. We agree. We agree. Uh, we and donuts. Pay channel is for UFC. Yes, it is. Yes, USC torpedoed the conference. Death to Ming. Well, you're not wrong. You're absolutely not wrong. The the move, the the gangster move by USC, not telling anybody they were leaving and still being involved in expansion conversations was absolutely game-changing. Yeah. I mean, just torpedoing you know. any talk of expansion, only to turn around and, and join the Big Ten was... Final. My God. Fat Jesus. Back is broken. I've been absent a while. What the hell did Monty get a shirt that isn't all black? <laughs> <laughs> all day, man. Uh. I, will only, I will only say this. I've not always been able to wear this shirt because I'm fucking fat. <laughs> fat. Now I've lost fat. a bunch of weight and I'm able to wear a little fat. bit more of my wardrobe. Dude, I'm going to snap this chair arm off. Fat. I, I, can't, I can't do it. I don't know why today's the day, but I can't do it. This chair is making me crazy. It's actually pretty comfortable, but I'm going to wind up buying a better chair and you're going to sit in this one because I can't do it. What if this, I like my chair? This chair arm that's like, oh. Like, stay in place, you I'm going to get medieval on your ass. Your parents hated you. Damn. I will. Mm, anyway. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, ESPN has a monopoly on college football exposure. Until that changes, everyone is to some degree at their mercy, like it or not. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know if I agree with that. I think when you look at, when you look at ESPN, and I would agree... Fucking asshole. I swear with this chair. going to crisis I would agree that nationally... ESPN has significant leverage. But I think the Pac-12 has a chance to do something that's long overdue, and that is do the right thing. Well, yeah, they, they have real trouble doing the right thing. I think people are scared, but this WNBA deal with Ion, this Phoenix Suns deal, and look who it is. It's the NBA. It is the NBA going out and being innovative again. Yeah. And does... Does the NFL need to do that? No, probably not. Because if you're in Chicago, you're getting every single Chicago Bears game locally. Yep. So you don't need to worry about that. But again, that. why is that? Well, because it's the NFL and there's huge demand. And the NFL is writing their own TV contract, right? And the NBA is going to write their own TV contract. But I'm telling you, I think the people in the biggest trouble in sports television, and you guys tell me if I'm wrong in the comments section, Major League Baseball is by far has the worst national TV deal. Yeah. By far. It's, it is not even close. I think the MLB deal, I have no idea where to watch national games. And if I really want to watch the, the games I care about, much like the NFL, I need to buy the, the Sunday ticket. Well, I need to buy home plate or whatever it's called. Extra innings. Yeah. But you look at the, the Major League Baseball TV deal, it's, it's bunko, dude. Yeah. Like, it, it, it is, I could not tell you what most of it is. It's garbage. I could not tell you what most of it is. Aaron Wilson says, Jake is very alpha. Okay. Do you know okay. what that's like these days? You don't. Jacob Delan Delambo, Marlin Wine and Dining, that's what I'm saying. Uh, and Donuts says, Steelheads, baby, bite your tongue, Okay, sir. Uh, do you know how to block people? Uh, Get a fast pass for Douche Mountain, because you're a douche. No Steelheads. Uh, Aaron Wilson, I wish I had Shaw money. Dude, don't we all? Yep. Gary, 
Uh, where there is silence, there is danger. The pack needs to merge or dissolve. They should emerge with the Big 12. As you can see, there's not much hope for you left. Should have happened. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, I need to better indicate the sarcasm in my comments. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Uh, Jeremy also says, 12 months from now, Georgia's going to be out on the street corner handing out Ion TV coupons. What now? Wow. Let me tell you what now. Ion TV coupons. Uh, in the famous word, B says, in the famous words of Golden Blue Dude, I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but it could. <laughs> Absolutely. I, you know what I think is going to happen? Steamers I, trying to control their little worlds. I honestly think. You see what he did there? What? Ion. I honestly think. Okay. I saw what you did there. I am not saying it's going to happen, but it could. Okay. <laughs> uh, I on TV think that um, they're not going to be able to get a grant of rights. Yeah. I think that's going to be the that's going to be the Alamo right there. Will they be able to get a, uh, a grant of rights? I don't know. Jeremy Callahan, you better lead the show on Monday with black in, uh, back in black guys. Well, I'll be back in black. <laughs> oh, I will. Uh, Jacob DeLambo, let's go. Achievement shirt unlocked. Well, what does that mean? Yeah. Too bad my golf shot's not unlocked. Outside view. They can't get anyone to buy their tier one game. So who do you think they will? Who do you think will buy their tier three games? Now, if it were me, and it's not very clearly, but if it were me, I don't know why I'm like hot today. Do you want me to open the door? No. I can open the door. Sure. If you want. I just, all I'm I can saying get you is. Toe. I can get you it's up. Uh, if it were me, I would localize my TV deal. Yeah. That's what I would do. I think if you're the Pac-12, that's what you should do. I just think you have to take control. I mean, you need the reliability in that. Like, you need to be able to say to yourself, okay, yeah, we're going to get our TV deal sold. One way or the other, it's happening. Yep. Uh, Dave Albertson says, snap it, Monty. Snap it. This stupid chair arm. Son of a... We were saying that. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, can you say in your best Hulk Hogan voice, I'm going to snap the arm off this chair, brother? <laughs> Dude, seriously. Uh, Bob Holsey says, Jake in the not-so-fat man. Trying. Absolutely trying. Gary, to be fair, people outside the pack states don't care for pack football. They're more likely to watch South Carolina versus Auburn rather than Washington and ASU. Completely that's true. agree, dude. And I, I think the truth be told, I think that's why a deal with like Ion TV, like the WNBA's deal with Ion TV, I think it's genius. Yeah. I, I think it's absolutely genius on both parts. I think the push to monetize women's sports in this country is absolutely necessary and overdue. And I think the WNBA deal. And everybody was so quick to say, oh, nobody's going to watch them. <laughs> watch them. People will watch. And I think people will spend money. I think corporations will spend money. I think that it's, a, it's essentially a game of the week, a doubleheader yeah. game of the week. Yeah. And there is no reason to believe that that will not succeed. And I think the WNBA is going to spend a bunch of bread on that. I think that there is only... Does Utah have a WNBA team? I think there are only two markets because Portland just added a WNBA no, team. Uh, Utah, I don't believe does, but uh, RSL just added women's soccer. The Monarchs. The Monarchs. I'm telling you, it's it's coming. Yeah. Fat Jesus says it's baseball on TV. Not really. Not really. Not really. Not really. 
Jeremy Callahan, I get what you're saying about the Big Ten and the SEC are in a great position to try exactly what you're proposing. Problem for the Pack is that they are between a rock and a hard place already, and there's no money to rescue them. And that's what I'm saying. That's why I truly believe in my heart of heart. And, and hey, maybe maybe it turns out that I'm wrong and they get a grant of rights done or whatever. You know, whatever. I could be totally wrong, but my opinion based on what we were told today and what we've been told over the last several weeks that's why we titled the show and made the thumbnail what we did because i really do believe you're you're close here you're you're close yeah. to to not existing anymore and that's a problem man i agree cowboy country that shirt looks good money thanks i'm a black shirt guy so here's what happened with the shirt today so we went golfing this morning hit the range we're actually going to play golf tomorrow like on a golf course the masters we will not videotape any of that uh, but we, we hit the driving range this morning, did some putting this morning. And I was talking to my beloved Mrs. Monty. I was a little behind schedule and I, I quite literally have a closet where all of my shirts hang. So I have, I have probably 20 black t-shirts and then like 20 black polos. I was like, you know what? It's Friday. Let me try this shirt on. Um, um, so I pulled um, this shirt out of the closet and it, it was, it actually fit a little, like way different than it usually fits, you know? So I put it on, but it's war The problem is it's not like breathable. And I think that's part of the reason, like I am on fire today. I am so hot right now. Like it's, and I have on a, you guys are going to laugh at me as a gift. Mrs. Monty bought me like a $150 t-shirt. It's, it's like Robert Graham or something. It's like a $150 t-shirt. And I put it on as well. And so I'm on fire right now. So, you know. Uh, Cowboy Country says, if the Pac-12 does make it, we need to do a home-and-home home Utah-Oklahoma State. Oh, my God. I really hope Mike Gundy has a better year this year. I think football is better with Mike Gundy, but I think if they have another irrelevant year, he's going to get whacked. The pressure I'm will be... He won't get whacked. That's strong. The pressure will get turned up on him. So get your facts I think that right. would be an awesome matchup. It would be. I'm telling you, Utah belongs in the, in the Big 12. Yeah. Utah belongs there. Fat Jesus, can we vote on Monty's new thing guy colors for his shirt? The only color I won't wear is fuchsia. Okay, but I, do you still have the red polo? I don't know. Okay. I think I might. Okay. I think I might. Okay. What color should I wear? I'm going to wear black. I don't care what you guys want. Uh, <laughs> YTB says, Archer, the pack destroyed itself. Leadership matters. It Facts. did. It did. Um, dibs, Monty, get a double pepperoni with olives and marinara and you'll forget about the chair issue. Oh, God. <laughs> Dude. How, did you, I'm how telling did you not think of that? I mean, it, it, like, come on. Olives are the testicles of the devil. I'm just, I'm telling you now. I am telling you now. I asked Mrs. Monty, I was like, should we go to the break? Because there's a, I, I live in South Jordan. There's a break and the break sports bar in yeah, South Jordan. Yeah, it's a Jordan. great sports bar. Yeah. And she's like, I want to go to the Grizzlies game. And then I want to come home and sit in the hot tub. And I'm like, dude, <coughs> I've swung a golf club probably 2,000 times this week. I'm all for the hot tub. Yeah. I am all for it. How do you think <clears> tomorrow's going to go? Just a quick, quick breather from the Pac-12 stuff. How do you think tomorrow's going to go? We're playing nine holes, little muni course, little, little course, little iron course. I think it's going to be 90 minutes of five under par golf. Just pain train. Right. No, I think it'll be fine. Um, I I really feel like I today was the best I've ever hit my hybrid. Mm -hmm. um, you guys may know that I just got new clubs, and I've never played a hybrid before. I've always hit long irons, right, and not well. Today was the best day I've hit my my hybrid. Yeah. 
I feel like I finally have that. I finally have that hands inside the ball. I gotta gotta work on my my chicken wing. I gotta get a follow through. Yeah. Jay Rose, dude, sounds like Rush Limbaugh. I sound like Rush Limbaugh. I probably look like Rush too. Fat ass. So if UW is on the uh, Seattle CW affiliate, more likely Root Sports. How does uh, Grandma in LA watch her grandboy in Seattle? Well, that's a great question. <laughs> that is a great question. And you know how you do that? On your phone. Hmm. There has to be a streaming component to it. There has to be. And that's the, the Phoenix Suns. That's exactly, that's exactly why they structured their deal the way they did. I, I, you know, Curtis, I, think you're, I don't think you're wrong at all. I don't think you're wrong at all. Scott and Graywater of Graywater Watch. I'm an Aggies fan, but I watch Oregon too. Exactly. I like it. I like it. Um, Lopes Van Gabe says dibs. I'll chip in for some blue cheese and flats. Dude, what so are we doing? Let me get this right. Olives, pepperoni, doing? blue cheese, and flats. What are we doing? Stop. Gabe, you have actually had dinner with me multiple times, and you've never seen me eat flats or Fat. blue cheese. Ever. Fat. Fat. I am. I don't even deny it. Uh, Bob. He should try Hawaiian shirts. A good friend of mine says people can't get mad at you if you're wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Well, yeah, but that's not the vibe of this program. We're not we're not hooling on the show at all. Like we're not having a tiki, you know, burnout on the show, dude. Aaron Wilson, uh, as a Big Twelve fan, I care little for pack teams outside of when we play them. My, I think that's saying, a big dude. problem. I, I'm not. A, I I I kid you not. I think that is a big big problem. Is that the pack does not have national appeal, yeah, in any way, shape, or form, and it's a very, it's very much. Look, I, 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 I am probably biased because I'm a huge fan of Pac-12 football. Um, I have covered the Pac-12 for a ton of years now, but I'm not even going to sit here and tell you I believe it's a national conference. With USC and UCLA now out, it's a regional conference. Period. End of story. Yeah. There's nothing beyond the Rocky Mountains. With Utah and their, their, the, the, I think the biggest mistake that the Pac-12 made was their failure at BYU. Yeah. Simply from a, not to be redundant, a reach perspective, your failure to add BYU, but then schedule them was a huge mistake. Yeah. It's a huge mistake. You lost revenue on that. You lost TV viewership on that. Like, it's a huge mistake, man. And I, I think the, I understand the educational thing. Totally agree with the, the Pac-12 on their educational standards. Don't change them. Understand the relationships. Don't change that. But at some point, at some point, again, we've talked to people very high up the food chain at Utah. Yeah. I think they're fully aware that they're in real trouble. Yeah. That they're not even real, real trouble is the wrong way to put it. I think the people in, in the Pac-12 that run the Pac-12 understand that change is coming in one form or another. If the Pac-12 stays together, it will not be as we know it. If the Pac-12 sp splits up, obviously change has arrived, right? But if if you do this deal and and it, it puts you on all stream, which I don't think will ever happen, you're fucked. Because I don't think, if you're, if you're on Apple TV, I just think you're, nobody's going to watch. This is fucking America. Nobody is going to watch. I, I am I am just telling you that now. Welcome uh jam on my jelly roll. <laughs> oh my god, dude. I'm sorry. Did you 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 joined us as jam on my jelly roll? If that's not a reason to hit the like button, that <laughs> jam on my jelly roll is now a member, please. I wake up in the morning, I piss everybody. Excellent. Everybody hit the like button. Jam on my jelly Hell roll. Hell of a name. 
Robert Moffat says, I need a handle. Yeah. You take some of my love handles. Yeah. Uh, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Jam on my jelly roll. Welcome to the membership, my friend. I appreciate you. If you want to join us, it's $1.99 or $9.99 a month. It's up to you. At $9.99 a month, you get access to our members-only Instagram chat, which is off the chain. It is this comment section, but on Instagram, and it's fantastic. Whether it's food, whether it is Bucked Up Energy, Papa Murphy's Pizza, the summer promo that we are so close to rolling out. Oh, yes. I am so excited about this. That will be rolled out in the members-only chat first. The merch drop that's never happened was done on... Well, it wasn't done, but eventually the merch (coughs) drop that we're never (coughs) going to do will be done in the members-only chat first. Yeah, I guess I'll have to figure something out. I'm telling you guys, you got to get on board. It is absolutely a fantastic group of people. Uh, Josh Labala, what's the most membership ever donated? At once? I think 50. Yeah, I think 50. I think and it was this week. Yeah, I want to say McKinna Tech Dan. Nah, Giggity. 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 It was Giggity. Put up a 50 spot this week. It was Giggity. Absolutely. And it was it was absolutely insane. I mean, I'm down. I mean, we can push the limits. I mean, I'd, I'd love to see a 100 spot, dude. I mean, yeah. if you're trying, to, you know. you're trying to set records on this program, 100 spots where it's at. Yeah. That's, you know. Set the bar high. Yeah. Uh, George Klyavkov's burner phone. Which I guess the battery's low from that, you know, OnlyFans thing that you were doing. Uh, the educational thing at Utah will fly out the door when the pack is burning down. It may. It may. The eye patch. And the Big 12 teams make the college football playoff and, gra- and get curb stomped. What a way to highlight your conference. But Hey, dude, they were there. That's were, all that matters. They were there. I agree. They got, they got dropped, but they were there. I'm ta- it see we and and I just disagree with that eye patch. I think getting there is a is a big deal. Yeah, I think it's absolutely a big deal. I think for their players, for their money, for getting there is a payday. You don't only you know winner and loser gets paid. Look at San Diego State in the NCAA tournament. Are you kidding me? I mean that that absolutely matters. There's no doubt. Um, let's see. You love her streaming. You, you, Alvert. Olver. Olver. Okay. Hey, guys, Florida here, Notre Dame fan. Let's go. Notre Dame. Welcome. I'm a Notre Dame fan as well. Uh, I love the Pac 12 late games because I've, I love college football, but with USC and UCLA going to take the majority of the money with them. Truth. And oh, by the way, you still get the late game now, only it's on NBC. Yeah. And it's in the Big Ten. And so, NBC's production level is really high. Big Ten after dark. Yeah. All right. You know what? You Oliver streaming. Uh, that's you're exactly right. Arlington Bears has enough jam for all the jelly roll. He has enough jam for well. He, you know, um, I love that people make their names on this show. Yeah, jam dude. on my jelly roll. Yeah, dude. I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Yeah. So, hmm. no, I'm not going to say what I'm thinking. No, truck stop Gumby. ND does not mean North Dakota. Stop it. That's a mean thing to say. A mean thing to say. Uh, Robert Moffitt, what's the prize for 20K subs? I don't know. What do you want the prize to be, dude? Jake will share his not girlfriend with you. That's not going to happen. Okay, I tried. Um, when, when are you going to sacrifice for the show, dude? What do you mean? You know. I don't know. We're we're thinking about doing another, some kind of big something something. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, we've done game consoles. We've done all kinds of stuff. Done for all big. kinds of stuff. There's not a whole lot. I don't know. What do you guys want us yeah, to do give for us twenty thousand subs? Dude. Like, I'm give open. Give us some inspiration. Uh, Tanner Plumore. Uh, I don't know if it matters a whole lot, but the Big 12 clobbered the Pac-12 in the first round of the NFL draft. I oh, I think it matters from a recruiting standpoint, but from a yeah. TV standpoint, like I don't think people were watching the draft thinking, oh, he's a Pac-12 recruit. I or, Yeah, I mean, unless you're Will Levis' dad, and then that's kind of different, but, you know. Yep, Arlington Bear <laughs> says 20K should be a summer golf pass to a local track. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Uh, can I get a cool handle? You, I mean, you go, gotta make it, dude. That's up to you. Yeah, we don't, we don't do those. Josh, Joshua the Baller, free super chicks. Big Could super chicks guy. Are you a super? <laughs> I love super chicks. Uh, Cowboy Country, Oklahoma State fan, uh, says I would subscribe to Apple TV if they got the Pac-12. Plenty of good rivalries: Oregon, Oregon State, Washington, Washington State, Cal, Stanford, Arizona, Arizona State, BYU, and Utah. Oh wait, they don't play anymore. But see, you're a college football purist at that point. You are. You are. That's Which is right. nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that I don't think the average fan, frankly, gives a damn about Oregon State. I would agree. Uh, MJ Bissett, 93. USC and Oregon are popular outside the pack geographic footprint. USC is yes. a national brand. Yes. I would agree with that. Vorlon. Uh, did Ohio State make the uh, championship hey, game? Hey, hey. Take it easy. First of all, if you're going to talk about the Buckeyes, get it right. Did the... All right, Jake, I'll see you later. All right. <clears throat> has it been enough time yet? Can, it, can, I, can I talk? I said the. Has it, has it been enough time yet? Did we say the name yet? The Ohio State. So you got to pause. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an asshole. Uh, Dib says, I dropped a 50 and Jake still owes us a chugged bucked up. See, that's Dude, my I've point. I've been, I've done that. You have yes, not. Yes, I have. Have not. Yes, I have. Have not. Dude, I have. I am fighting a thigh cramp right now. How? I don't know. It's Friday and I'm having, I don't know. My cramp. It's an erection. My thigh wants to cramp and I have no idea why. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, Truck Stop Gumby says the oh, Ore Oreo State. Yeah, yeah. I wish. Uh, Richard Tracy, the only reason Oregon is popular outside of Eugene is their Nike uniform. Doesn't matter why. They are. I don't know. I, I think, bread. But I also think that's not necessarily the case. I think you, you owe Oregon athletics more than that. I think they're, they're popular outside of the state of Oregon because of their tremendous basketball court. Well, and there, there are certain affinities to quote President Robbins at Arizona, Oregon's certain affinities with getting, quote, curb stomped by Georgia. Dude. <laughs> like, I am this close to having a massive cramp. <laughs> Can you do something for me? Uh, I have drink no some idea. Water? I don't know why. Drink some water. I'm trying. Water. Monty is just having a tough day. Dude, I am. You know, you're not even playing. Today's definitely one of those Fridays where you're just like, damn, dude. Like, love doing the show, Grum, but can we just go home? Can I just and go chill, home and go bro? to bed, like, please? Can we just chill? Uh, Tanner Plummer, take it easy, Jake. The guy who you want as your dad, Urban Meyer, is no longer at the <clears throat> Ohio State. Just say the Buckeyes so I don't have to pause after the, please. Uh, and Donuts. SC and the Bruins have uh, two most crappiest stadiums in the universe. Au contraire. 
Oh, contraire, mon friend. Now, the Rose Bowl's a shithole. I agree with that. But I will say the L.A. Coliseum is a lovely place to watch because a football Because it's garbage. Game, especially with the renovations that the Rams put in there. And I, I think it's great. I think it's, it, is, it is really great. Um, let's see. Dave said, what did I miss? Oh, dude, I can't even. Just roll it back. Wind the clocks back to the beginning, sir. You know. For the love of God, I hate thee. What do you want to have for dinner tonight? Ohio State. <laughs> so much. <laughs> Damn yeah, it. I know what time it is. Stop saying Ohio State, please. Just say the Buckeyes. <laughs> uh, a Buckeye is a seed, right? Yeah, I got some seed for you. Please. Uh, Kliavkov's burner. Can we start making bets on who will leave the Pac-12? Well, dilly, that's, dilly. Dilly, dilly. that's been done. Robert Moffat, Memphis going to make the Liberty Bowl awesome. Uh, okay. Why isn't Memphis in contention for expansion? <coughs> like, that's a legitimate question. Uh, will my balls itch? Dude. I need a dick. I need a dick in me. Holden my dick. Hiscock. <laughs> Hugh Janus. Will my balls itch? Oh. Oregon should be disqualified from expansion just for their gas pumping laws. Uh, yeah, you know you know what that's a reference to, right? So in Oregon, you roll you roll up to the Chevron. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to pump your own gas. So like you can't get out of the vehicle and roll up with your visa to the, you know, the gas pump and like tap your visa on the little icon thing. Yeah, I can't do that in Oregon. Because the law states that Buddy, the gas station attendant, has to, you know, pump your gas for you. So, bro, what, what's going on here, dude? What the hell is happening over? My guy's over here standing up. Dude, what just happened, man? Bros, I stood up and my pant leg was like halfway up my calf. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go back to bed. I don't know. Like, today is just that day. Today is just that day. I have no idea. Man. Yeah, the or the Oregon gas pumping law is stupid. I like just don't it's, get it. It's really weird. I mean, especially when you're not in a truck stop conference. Why do you have laws like that? <laughs> See, you say that stuff, and then you wonder why people are like, oh yeah, flyover conference. <laughs> Which, again, just for the record, uh, somebody explain to me how flyover conference is an insult when fucking planes fly over Alabama, too. Roll Tide. Like, if it was like, oh, yeah, we're in the Delta Conference. You guys are like duct tape and Spirit Airlines. Dude. Bro. Did you see that story today that a woman took a TikTok of Spirit, Air Spirit Airlines uh, duct taping an engine to a wing? On a plane she was sitting on. Wow. I'm out. I'm out. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Uh, Monty give, uh, gave himself a wedgie. Like, Dude, I'm apparently. Seared, like my pant. This chair sucks. Waves in uh, opposition. And donuts. I always parked in someone's front yard at the mausoleum for $20. Okay. You can do that. Seriously. Uh, Louis Oliverio. What's up, man? Uh, Memphis is useless. <laughs> okay. okay. Good talk. Big Jack 512. Same in, in Jersey. Okay. Bill G, you can't pump your own gas in Jersey either. Why? Why? Dude? Why? Like, why? What is that like an employment thing? I guess. I don't understand that. Nick M says Monty's having a Chris Farley Tommy Boy type 
day today. Like, and you know what the funny thing is? I wore a pimp ass golf outfit today. You did. Like I had a Callaway vest on. Like I looked like a fat ass golfing. Like it was pretty amazing. And then now, like my favorite pair of pants, I'm wearing these black pants. Like it's rolling up my leg. In a van down by the river. Oh, f- <clears throat> Uh, Lopes Van Gabe says, plenty of butter for all the balls at. <laughs> Tanner Plummer, yeah, the truck stop insult and the flyover conference insult make literally zero sense. Zero sense. Yeah. F- truck stops are, they're, at, they're lie everywhere. Lie detector test determined, that was a lie. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Big Jack 512 says it's a union. The gas station employees really? in, in Jersey are unionized. You unionized pumping gas. God nice damn. job, dude. Hope that your wrist technique when you're washing the windshield is proper. It's crazy. Connor Johnson says, yep, Oregon too. Just pump my own gas, though. I break the rules. You're a man. Can you, you be like, and I'm being serious, Connor. Connor, can you be fined for that? Or like, what's the law actually say? I have no idea. Can you imagine getting out of your, uh, again, after you ran the bike guy over in the bike lane like two and a half miles back and you're at 550 Dooley, imagine pulling up in the truck stop conference to the gas station to pump your own gas and buddy the gas station attendant's like, yeah, no, here's bro. a fine for 50 bucks because you got out of the truck. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I don't understand those things. I mean, that'd be like buying a Traeger smoker not at barbecue pit stop, bbqpitstop.com. <laughs> Uh, that'd be like getting a Yoder, a Big Green Egg, a Camp Chef, somewhere other than bbqpitstop.com. The best prices, the best service, the best equipment, the best rubs, sauces, seasoning, the best people. That's the thing. If you follow BBQ Pit Stop on Instagram, on YouTube, you're going to see like Steve, the owner of the Lehigh store, I think the founder of Barbecue Pit Stop, doing videos, how to videos on smokers and hey, here's how you make a ham, here's how you make a turkey, here's how, it's remarkable the level of service you get. And when you walk in the barbecue pit stop, and I t- my store, I bought my Traeger, we. We. Two O's in smokers, boys. Uh, there's not, there's actually one O, but never mind. Uh, the point is, we bought our smoker up in Murray on uh, State Street across from the mall. And they're just good dudes. Like we talked about all the different stuff that we needed to do. Hey, we usually make about 50 wings at a time. Well, you're going to need a bigger rack space for that. A rig. Hey, what kind of pellets? Hey, what kind of, like, you name it, they do it. I love doing business with small local businesses who give you an, a very high level of service. That's Barbecue Pit Stop. And anywhere you listen to this, Florida, Texas, New York, I know that we have a, a ton of Los Angeles and San Francisco listeners right now. Dallas, Texas, Hello. Uh, I know we have a lot of folks in Texas right now. BBQPitstop.com. You can shop online. You can chat with them online. Tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. And go get that high level of service because they are amazing. Barbecue Pit Stop. The best barbecue equipment in the business, by the way. Um, If you're just tuning into the show... Uh, we are talking about new uh, updates before we get to, because we got to get to the NBA because, oh my God, the NBA actually plays tonight. Well, they played last night. You just wouldn't have known because there was some NFL thing in Kansas City last night. Dude, how about C.J. Stroud? Bro. How about C.J. Stroud, you guys? Were you guys at all surprised? And I would love to talk some NFL draft here on the show. Um, were you guys surprised what the Houston Texans did? I was really surprised... Not so much about the trade-up, but the C.J. Stroud situation I thought was one of the 
elite smoke screens in the history of the NFL draft. Uh-huh. I think C.J. Stroud, and we've talked about this on the show. Go back and look. I'm not being revisionist history. I think C.J. Stroud is going to be a fine quarterback in the NFL. He failed this S2 cognitive test. Yeah. And everybody kind of had him falling. Well, it turned out Will Levis is the, the, the guy that eats bananas with the peel on, that idiot who's like, oh, yeah, I put mayonnaise in my coffee. What are you, Musk? Like, Will Levis is just not a likable guy, right? If I get invited and, like, if I know, like, I'll be a pretty high pick, I'll definitely go. I'm, I'm looking forward to going, but um, I don't want to go if, if, like, I could be, like, a second-round pick, you know? You don't want to be that <laughs> – don't want to have the camera just on you all day. You're not likable, right? Am I the only one, like – Yeah. You're not likable. Yeah, I think there was a lot of <clears> – <throat> There was a lot of reporting last night and leading up to the draft about how Will Levis liked himself some Will Levis and how Will Levis, you know, comes from a well-to-do family and is and is this guy who, frankly, I mean, there's no really other way to say it than to say, you know, he's arrogant. He likes yes. himself. He thinks he's very good. And he's yes. always had a big arm and he knows he's got a big arm. And I, and I just, you know, it's, to be honest with you, it's kind of a bad look for him right now. Like, you look at, you know, what Chris Mortensen was tweeting last night about how, you know, Buddy's got this toe thing and several people or organizations were like, hey, yeah, you know, we think you're going to need surgery, so we're going to go ahead and pass on that. Um, you know, and that that was part of the reason he fell in the draft. But, again, he he was get, catching a lot of flack, getting a lot of heat. You know, people were mocking him over the banana peel thing and the milk thing. But I think when you combine those oddities with how he presents himself in the interview process, not the S2 test, he was fine there, but in the interview process, sit in front of these people and talk to them. Yeah. It, 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 multiple people. I'm talking about, you know, the Adam Schefters of the world, the Rappaport's like all the NFL insiders talked about how, hey, this guy comes off as arrogant and that he likes himself a lot. And that's ultimately, you know, the majority of the reason why he fell. I totally agree. And I think it's really strange that you have a guy like Will Levis who has got all the talent in the world, but this toe thing, I think is also really weird. I don't know if you guys heard this. Chris Mortensen was reporting last night on the draft um, that Will Levis has a left toe that caused him to miss a couple of games. It was problematic for one team. Levis says the toe is healed and is good to go. Another team believes Levis could manage it, but thought surgery was uh would would be needed after the surgery to which will levis disagrees i think that's hipaa well will that's great if you disagree but you're not the one paying yourself the nfl team is paying you and they don't want their prize rookie quarterback to have to have toe surgery before he steps on the field and it just seems like this situation and it happens once a year and the guy that i think really encapsulated this perfectly was Ryan Leaf. And I like Ryan Leaf a lot. I've got I got to know him a little bit when I worked at ESPN. We did some shows together. Like he's just a really good dude. You know. And obviously he is infamous and people will hang the word bust on him. But you know what he made a really good point about Will Levis? He said Will Levis will never have the bust tag hung on him mm -hmm. because he's not a bust when he's in the second round right? Or the third round or wherever he winds up going, somebody's going to draft him. Yeah. Right. His, his, him being terrified of milk. Do you guys, <coughs> I, I'm not even joking. Will Levis <coughs> is terrified of milk. Yeah. He eats bananas with the peel on them. He puts mayonnaise in his coffee. He is a freak, right? And he's not a nice guy and he needs toe surgery. 
Somebody's going to draft him and they will never call him a bust. And that's probably going to help him because if they draft him and he flames, is there really anybody that's going to be that surprised? No, I don't think people will be that surprised, but the bottom line on Will Levis is somebody's going to draft him and he's going to have an opportunity to prove all the haters wrong. Well, and who was the beneficiary of this whole Will Levis situation? Anthony Richardson, you know, that pick was, um, I'm sorry, dude, that pick was horrendous. Yeah. And I agree. I, I, you know, obviously, you know, number four overall, like, you know, that I, I think there were a lot of surprises last night. Some of the backs taken, like, you know, there were surprises last night for sure. You know what Houston did getting two and three, like that was a surprise, but Anthony Richardson going number four overall, to the Colts is really surprising. And I think that only happened because of the Will Levis situation. And, and I have to say, one of the things they talked about on ESPN right after the pick was made uh, is that Anthony Richardson comes off as a humble guy who comes from, you know, again, a humble, nice kid. Yeah, nice kid, humble beginnings, work His hard 13 year old brother was a star at the draft last night. Yeah. Anthony Richardson, the quarterback from Florida, and his 13 year old brother wore matching outfits, even the chains. His brother sounds exactly like him. He's 13 years old, and, I mean, the kid must have balls the size of cantaloupes <laughs> because he's got this big, deep voice. Like, it was unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> and he comes from a really humble family. I'm talking about how he admires Anthony Richardson and wants to be just like him. And so it's just, it's just this whole feel-good story out of Anthony Richardson's camp, and I think that's ultimately why the Colts decide to take him. Now, yep. again, I do have to say, and I think we agree on this, Anthony Richardson, I don't think, is a Super Bowl winner. I don't think he's some generational guy. But he did what he deserves credit for is doing an amazing job in his his final year in college in the pre-draft process because what he did is he changed everyone's mind. Hey, this kid's got a big arm. He's real strong. They're, they're showing Donovan McNabb highlights of this cat last night, like just, just hyping the hell out of this guy. And so now my only fear with Anthony Richardson is he's going to an organization that's really struggled to hold a quarterback for more than a couple of seasons ever since Peyton Manning retired. And I don't know that this kid has those goods mentally. I don't buy it. That's my I problem. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. But Lamont Tucker does because he just gave us 10 memberships. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Good job, Lamont. Appreciate you, man. Lamont, appreciate you doing that. Thanks for being here. Uh, uh, you guys, every time you give memberships, it really helps the show grow. So make sure you guys go get those. Let's get your comments on the uh, NFL draft. Kurt Peters says, real boring draft as a Bronco fan. I'm sure it well. is. Uh, Big Jack 512, Richardson will be the man before long. Tremendous ceiling. But he is just so inaccurate. He is a 54% passer. And In college. And his biggest issue is in the much like Will Levis. Yeah, Will Levis's weakness is standing in the pocket and throwing the football, which I think is part of it as well. But Anthony Richardson's a guy that he he reminds me more of who's your running quarterback. Obviously, you know Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Tyler. He's not Russell an accurate Wilson. passer, but if you get him out of the pocket, he can throw it a little bit and he can make plays with his legs. Yeah. Runs a four two forty. Wow, so, dude. I think it's going to be interesting. Callahan says, I like Anthony Richardson, but yeah, that was a stretch. I agree. But let me let me propose this question. I mean, if you're you know, if you're the Colts and you're sitting here at four, you're obviously going to take a quarterback with the situation you're in. That's, no doubt. There's just no doubt about that. And I think, you know, if you don't like Will Levis, that doesn't really put you in a in a in a great position otherwise. And and I have to say, you know, I 
Will Le it's not like Will Levis's upside is that much higher than Anthony Richardson's. Yeah, can can Will Levis probably more easily become a pocket passing, you know, guy that can shred up a secondary? Yeah, probably. You could probably teach him to do that. But the problem is, and again, go back and and look at his highlights. What you will see is not only does he struggle from the pocket, but he particularly struggles to see the whole field when there's pressure in his face. If you compare Will Levis to Bryce Young, just as an example. Bryce Young understands the pressure to a point where he understands, okay, they're coming this direction. I have this long until I need to step up. And then I'm going to step up so much to the point that I'm going to get right up to the line of scrimmage so the linebackers suck up to me. And then that's going to open up lanes for my guys. Will Levis isn't even close to that. And the only thing that separates him and Anthony Richardson is Anthony Richardson's much faster. So Anthony Richardson just outruns his problems right now. The only problem with that is you're not going to last long in the league. So that's why yeah. I say, I don't think they had much of a choice, but that doesn't make it a great pick. It doesn't. And I, I think when you when you look at Anthony Richardson, I, I just am not somebody that believes that you can you can coach up his want to to be a pocket passer. <laughs> Mentally, he's going to have to make that change. Uh, Tanner says, Anthony Richardson will be fine. He has Nick Foles and Gardner Minshew to take. I mean, he's screwed. It, it that that's yeah the real question is no what do we what do we make of this zach wilson situation when we're talking about young guys that well, are going to develop i thought it was really interesting that aaron Rodgers was like i'm going to help him i'm going to like i because they asked him about zach saying hey you know he's going to make somebody's life a living hell yeah and aaron Rodgers laughed it off and said i'm going to be his i think he said something like i'm going to be his best friend or i'm going to make his life off the field heaven i think was yeah the, something like that yeah something like that yeah. and which i think is absolutely him being a pro because i think i think aaron Rodgers has a chance to go from heel to hero yeah and it'll be interesting to see how it works it, it really will uh dion's burner phone Says, surprised how far uh, Dalton Kincaid fell. I'm not. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm not surprised by that at all. I think he was always a bottom of the first round pick. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I would have been surprised if he got out of the first round. I think the reason that, that some people may be surprised about Dalton's draft stock, or like his slot, rather, where he was drafted, is because there was so much hype about the Michael Mayers of the world, or Dalton Kincaid, or like you had, like in the second half of the college football season, all these people were talking about how, oh man, this tight end and that tight end, and oh my God, this guy and that guy. And it's like, dude, like, yeah, you know, there there may well be a lot of demand for tight ends, but that doesn't mean you're gonna take a tight end over, you know, let's say a quarterback or right. or 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 hell, even Jalen Carter, which is another thing we gotta talk about. Like, you know, you look at these different situations and these organizations are are simply making choices. And and I think, you know, it goes back to the to the uh the the Texans and CJ Stroud. I mean, going into the draft, the, the conversation was, hey, they're not going to take him because of the agent situation. And ultimately, they wind up taking Buddy. And and I'm not sure how that works out for him. He's obviously going to be a day one guy. But I don't know that, that he ultimately is like a 10-year all-pro stud like because he's playing for such a crap organization. But I, I also look at some of the other surprises like B. John Robinson to Atlanta. I mean, obviously, you have Tyler Algier there, who was a thousand-yard rusher as a rookie. That's a little surprising, but I also think that Tyler Algier and Bijan Robinson make a nice, really one-two push. And I think Bijan Robinson's a phenomenal catcher of the football, so I understand that a little bit. Um, I thought Jalen Carter to the Eagles is probably a mistake, but we'll see. I mean, drafting him at nine, 
He's your the your biggest concern now, in my opinion, is his conditioning and his ability to be in condition because mm-hmm. he has not lost weight. Some are saying he weighs the same today that he weighed at his pro day, and if that's the case, his professionalism is going to be questioned. And I, so I think that was a little high for Jalen. I think um, Lucas Van S to the Packers at thirteen. I think Lucas Van S is a hell of a player, and the ass on his girlfriend apparently was something that. Um, you know, Lucas Van Ness's dad was a big fan of his work because watch this right here. Um, yeah. Okay. Great. Oh, <laughs> oh my, oh my. Wow. Dude. So that is, wow. That is Lucas Van Ness's dad and Lucas's girlfriend. Am I the only one that thinks that's a little awkward? That's very weird, dude. Like the Pat, watch the Pat. Like, okay, let me, okay, hug dad. Okay, good girlfriend. All right. Oh, like, bro, you're straight up handsy. Yeah, dude. You're straight. You're like, that's awkward. What would you do if I did that to your girlfriend? Not be amused at all. Not be amused. That. You cannot do that. Like, it's just weird. It's awkward to me. You can't do right? that, man. And now that video is going to circulate forever. But yeah. Lucas Van Ness is an interesting pick. I also think that I was surprised that Christian Gonzalez wasn't the first corner off the board. Although Devon Witherspoon, I thought, was a, was a great get yeah. uh, for Seattle. I mentioned I, him on the show yesterday, which makes me feel great. I got to say, though, and I understand why they took Spoon, as they call him. He's referred to as Spoon. I understand yes. why they took Spoon. At the same time, though, Great defenses are built on the line, man. And I know that Seattle had the Legion of Boom, and you had linebackers and, and secondaries, and the back end of that defense was absolutely yeah. stout. But I really struggle with the idea that Jalen Carter is in Philly. That's mm-hmm. a problem, dude. Well, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I think the Arizona Cardinals, by the way, were one of the shocking teams. Mm-hmm. To end up trading out of the third spot only to land back at six to get Paris Johnson is a phenomenal <laughs> pickup. Phenomenal pickup. Um, the Bears trading from nine to ten. I thought it was a really stupid trade by the Philadelphia Eagles because very clearly the Bears were never taking Jalen Carter. Now, you didn't give up much. And I think everybody's like, oh, Howie Rose wins a God. Well, yeah, you just gave away a draft pick. For what? Yeah, the Bears were not taking Jalen Carter, and if you made that trade because you thought somebody else was going to trade up to get him, you know, like that, that would just be especially with Van Ness being there, and you look at Will McDonald being there from Iowa State. Like, mm-hmm. there, granted, those guys are are edge rushers, but I mean, Khaled Jalkansi from Pitt was there. Like, you yeah. had other guys to trade up there. I thought was was not smart. And to give away a pick did not feel smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, uh, Richardson ceiling greater than Levis. Yeah, you might yeah, be right. Yeah, could be, dude. Might be right. Uh, Nick M says, I think Stetson Bennett will be undrafted. He's good, but I think he will be a journeyman backup in the NFL. Don't get me wrong. I'd take that job any day of the week. Yeah. One of the best jobs in the league, dude. But his off-the-field issues have come back to get him. Because his age was already an issue, right? His undersized is... is his lack of ability to throw the ball consistently deep the way other quarterbacks in this draft do. Yeah. Right. Some of that, 
obviously hurt him. Uh, Vorlon Angel 1811. Will Levis took no accountability during his interview, and the coaches and GMs did not like that. I agree. I agree. Yep. Uh, Kurt Peters. I would have held off on uh, for next year's draft if there was a QB. If there is a QB need. Mm. Yeah, but at some point you got to get after it, man. I mean, it's not the trouble is it's not like the NBA draft where. You know, you can wait and you can, you know, like VW is an example. I mean, teams have been waiting for him for three years now. Like, you know, you have teams out there who are like, yep, we're going to try and go and get him no matter what. Like in the NFL, there's QBs every single year. But I but I look at, you know, what uh, Buddy at USC or Caleb or Delora at Washington or Arizona, Jaden Delora at Arizona. Yeah. Like, I mean, you have, you know, Michael Penix at Washington. Penix is who I meant to say at Washington. Like. You have these guys that are coming to the draft next year, but what about Bryce Young and CJ Stroud? Like those are Bryce Young is in my opinion is going to be an absolute baller. CJ I'm surprised CJ Stroud went where he went. I really am. Uh D-Rock. So why look at their college game film? Richardson was a fine example. Not imp- uh not impressed potential there. I am not impressed at all with his potential. He is a guy that we've talked about for several weeks now. People fell in love with him in his pro day. And now there's only one way for him to go, you know. Glenn, San Diego State Aztec says, Kentucky QBs don't give me the warm and fuzzies. Coach uh, Couch, Lorenzen, Got Milk, and there are others. There are. We talked about Tim Couch yesterday on the show. Will my balls itch? Uh, (laughs) Rather get Stetson Bennett in the seventh than Levis or Richardson in the first. I'm not even arguing. I'm not. My balls itch. Said game experience as a QB is the most underrated aspect of the draft process how did you do in big games yeah i totally agree with that 100 percent. i think it is i think it's huge nick m i think stetson bennett will be an undrafted free agent uh i read that one already my bad ryan fair the theme to this draft is do you have a quarterback if you do then you draft defense or interior offensive line if no you take a flyer on a mobile qb like the ravens did on lamar i suspect these kids won't all hit the nfl agreed I and I still think Lamar Jackson's a huge that's a lot of money. Yeah. Salty Drunk, what's up? You're just in time. Kurt Peters, tight ends have always been late round picks. Yeah. I think Dalton Kincaid is a stud. Yeah, he's fine, dude. He's, he's fine. He's gonna man. be great. Yeah. Kincaid got screwed over on the Mackey Ward because he played for Utah, hands down the best tight end in the nation. Uh, I don't know. Michael Mayer at, at Notre Dame is legit. As the dude. folks in Utah refer to him as that kid from Notre Dame. Yeah, seriously, he's dude. Michael, I think Mayer is a is a stud. I think he is. I mean, legit a stud. My balls itch. Safeties, off ball linebackers, tight ends, and uh, RBs first round value just isn't really there anymore. Running backs are not unless they are prolific catchers of the football, which Buddy is. You know, Bijan is. Yeah. Will my balls itch? That's Cole Komet's sister, too. Is it really? No. I did not know that. That's wild. I did not know that. Uh, Anton, did you already talk about the Suns TV deal? We did, but we'll talk about it again. Um, Robert Moffat says, ha, I have a handle now. Okay. I don't understand what you mean, bro. Okay. Okay. Tanner Plummer, there is this conspiracy theory out there that says Jalen Carter tanked his pro. Stop. Stop, dude. The Eagles do have a ton of draft picks next week. So losing a fourth round, you mean next year? Losing a fourth rounder isn't a huge deal. But, dude, you don't give away draft picks. Yeah. Not in the NFL that you don't give away draft picks. Ryan Fair, I think the draft class at QB will be forgotten in a decade. Not even sorry. You're really. not wrong about that. 
Really? Uh, let's see. Dion's burner. Monty, do your balls itch? They don't. They don't. Yeah. Nope. Amac, Stetson cost himself a lot of money with his antics. Yes, he did. And Jalen Carter's still getting paid. And it would have been easy for him to just pick up his phone, Stetson Bennett, stay home, pick up your phone, and order Papa Murphy's pizza. Because we, you and I both know that the marinara meatball is the way to go. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do meatballs and marinara. Papa Murphy's does meatballs? Oh, oh, I think you mean I do the meatballs and marinara? And how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it? How do I do it? Oh. Well, we do it with savory ground beef covered, covered in tangy, tangy marinara. That's how, honey. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza. And don't forget the meatballs. Order now at PapaMurphy's.com. Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you download the mobile app. Use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. The Monty Show is presented by the Advocates. Theadvocates.com. Wah, wah. Uh, anyway, look, it's Friday, man. Um, you know. Uh, Theadvocates.com, um, the best um, injury attorneys in the business. And you guys, again, if you're sitting here thinking about, do I need an attorney? Do, I get so many people who DM me and they're like, well, do they handle this? Yes. Hey, you know, uh, drug... <laughs> People thought I was kidding the other day. Homie, hey, I'm a laborer, drove a nail through my foot. Yeah. I would go to theadvocates.com and talk to an attorney for free. I would do that. Hey, got rear-ended at a stoplight. They have insurance. Doesn't matter. Theadvocates.com. It does not matter. Theadvocates.com. Because they're the best injury attorneys in the business, and I say it every day. You have nothing to lose. You don't pay the advocates until they win your case. And how that works is they get you a financial settlement to help you recover your losses. That's how you pay them. You don't reach into your pocket. You don't scratch them a check. You don't pay the advocates until they win your case. You have nothing to lose. Chat with an attorney live online right now. If you've been waiting, you've been hesitant. If you're like, oh, I don't want to sue these guys. Ah, oh, Should I? Yes, you should. There's nothing wrong with watching out for yourself your insurance company i and i feel bad because a lot of people are like oh i have auto insurance for that they're they have attorneys that that represent them why don't mm -hmm. you they uh, your insurance company has thousands of attorneys that watch out for them you you don't think you need an advocate somebody to fight for you somebody who's been through and knows how to navigate the exact process you're going through and it costs you nothing N no consultation fee no retainer Chapman and Attorney live online, utahadvocates.com, theadvocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty program, the last hour of the week, to which I say, hell yeah. And oh, by the way, a big shout out to Lamont Tucker, who gave us 20 more members. Let's go, Lamont. That's a big 4-0, baby. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. Um, it's pretty remarkable um, when you guys gift that you know we've had 40 41 uh 51 memberships today like we've had 51 memberships given today we try to get to 50 on fridays didn't even have to ask for it today done 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 Boom. love it absolutely love it when you guys gift memberships thank you it helps our community grow you guys make sure make sure that you 
hit the like button right now, please. We're uh, well over 3,000 views on the show today, and we only have 162 likes. You know, we like to get to uh, 200 every day. Helps the show grow. J.K. Marshall. Uh, Monty, you're from Chicago, so why no mustache? Come on, man. Whatever. He's not a big facial hair guy. I'm not. You know, I got Mrs. Monty is, though. I got a massive pube pro, though. Dude, bro. Is that is that... You know, all the way down from your chest to your to your balls itch. Yeah, I do. I, is what it is, right? Uh, I've never been a. I, I grew a a full like uh, goatee once. Yeah, but I have a big gray patch here, and then it it just makes me look older. Yeah, it it makes me look older. So I'm not a fan of the. Uh, you know, uh, let's see. Hey guys, not to be that guy that takes the air out of the program. Here we go. But can I encourage men to have a calcium blood test after I lost my 57-year-old brother to a heart attack? Ooh. Yeah, I say this all the time, and we talked about this on the show recently when I had my colonoscopy a couple of weeks ago. And I'm telling you, it's uncomfortable. We don't want to talk about it. But there's a reason I take vitamins every single day. There's a reason that I take CoQ10 and I take plant sterols and magnesium. There's a reason I don't drink soda because I want to live to be 100. Mrs. Monty and I talk about it all the time, 50 more years to go. And I know that talking about medical procedures and talking about getting prostate testing and colonoscopies Mm -hmm. and heart testing, getting a physical every single year. I know we're, we're uncomfortable talking about women getting mammograms. We're uncomfortable talking about women getting pap smears. But mm-hmm. guys and gals, this is what it's we have terrible. to do, right? This is what we have to do. It's not something that's embarrassing. If you're dealing with things like depression or anxiety, talk about it. It's not embarrassing. It's what we're doing. We should be empowering each other. We should be you know, supporting each other because our health is the core foundation of our lives. Right. So, you know what, Salty? I, I mean, it's, it's not something that you should feel bad about. If you are thin, fat, if you are tall or short, if you're a man or a woman, get a yearly physical. There's no reason not to. If, you're, if you are 35 years or older, you should be talking to your doctor about getting a colonoscopy. If you have a history of colon cancer in your family, you should be talking to your doctor at any age about getting a colonoscopy. There's no reason not to. Right, because he, you, you're gonna, you're gonna get through with that in five years. In five more years, you'll have another one. It's just the way that that life is. Like, it bothers me so much that we, as especially Americans, I think we're very proud. We as Americans, we have to learn that it's it's okay to talk about our health. It's okay to talk about our to talk about our weaknesses. I mean, it. it you don't have to. You don't have to worry about it. I feel bad. The people outside are like, oh, we're making too much noise. Ah, dude, you're, you guys are fine. It's no problem. Anyway, my point is, if you're dealing with heart issues or if you have a history of heart in your family, if you have a history of cancer in your family, please get checked. It, it, it absolutely should. Uh, ladies like the gray patch. <sighs> but dude, it literally, what, did, what would you say, Jake? It literally put 10 years on me. Easily. Having a go Easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. And Easily. we all know that... You know, you got to stay in the prime demo so you can hit PXG drivers and you know, right. play Canyons Golf Course and snowboard and right. do all these amazing things. That's right. D-Rock Irish says maintenance, folks. Maintenance, exactly right. Uh, whoa. Uh, Kurt Peters, I try to pick a female doctor, small fingers. Wow. So Kawhi's not your doctor. 
Uh, Ryan Fair, I'm uncomfortable with my 60-year-old mother watching Dirty Dancing. Wow. wow. Okay. Okay. Patrick Swayze's a sex machine. Rest his soul. Died of cancer. Right? Like, come on now. Yeah. Uh, Greg Hawkins, what's up with you? Good to see you. Um, let's see. Jeremy Callahan. Dr. Callahan. Magnesium in pills is pretty ineffective because of absorption is almost nil. Actually, that's not correct. Best way to supplement magnesium, almost everyone is deficient, is to put a little milk of magnesia in your water bottle regularly. Okay. Depends on the kind of magnesium you take. All I will say is, and I am not telling anybody how to live their lives. And we're not doctors. This isn't professional advice. I'm not giving you medical advice. <coughs> and I tell this idiot over here every day, take your vitamins, and he refuses. Do you refuse? No. Okay. Anyway, I have taken the vitamin regimen that I take for 20 years. I don't, a long time. I am neither locked in nutritionally. I probably am 65% of where I should be nutritionally. I do not weigh the optimum weight. Um, I, my body fat percentage is way too high. Yeah. I have perfect cholesterol. Mm-hmm. My doctor, every, every year I get a physical. Every August I get a physical. Someone and bought the whole thing. I get a physical every year. My doctor tells me every year, you're never going to have a heart attack or a stroke. But what do I do to, to, to make sure that's the case? Lanocaine and B12. Why did I have a, a really, knock on wood, why do I take lidocaine and B12? <laughs> right? Like, knock on wood. Um, why do I eat high-fiber cereal? Why do I not drink cow's milk? Why do I really limit my meat intake? And why do I very rarely, if ever, eat red meat? Because you have to do those things. You have to do those things. I love me a Dave's Double. Why, do I, why can't I have a Dave's Double every day? Fat! Right? Do you know how much it pisses me off every day that, I, that I'm overweight? And I work on it, and I work on it. I work out, I play golf, I do cardio. I'm not the ideal, ideal body type, but again, I have perfect cholesterol. I do not have high blood pressure. I, I had zero polyps on my colonoscopy. If you're going to be a heavy beer drinker, if you're, going to, if you're smoking, just understand that every puff of that cigarette, you're saying to yourself, I'm okay with getting cancer. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. You know. J.K. Marshall says, uh, I'll be grilling ribeyes tonight. Man, God bless you. That, that doesn't, doesn't mean, mean I don't, don't like, like it. Yeah, oh my I mean, God. dude, I'll, I'll knock out a fat-ass ribeye with you. I don't you. know if I'm dehydrated. Yeah, what's what the deal, bro? Fuck? Man, I have a foot cramp right now. Okay, you're definitely dehydrated. Mm. <sighs> Jeremy Callahan says, no cow's milk. Amen to that. Yeah, dude. But people joke with me all the time. They'll come into our little office over here where, like, I have uh, a cereal called Heritage Flakes. And my God, it's good. And it quite literally is like seven grams of fiber per cup. I eat like two cups of that every day. In addition to granola grains being on it. Yeah, and it just ravages my butt. But it's worth it. Quote, it ravages my butt. But like eating shredded wheat. I love shredded wheat. I eat oats. I eat Mrs. Monty makes the best oats on the stovetop. Phenomenal. Why do I eat frozen blueberries in my shakes in the morning? Why do I go to buckedup.com and get, and get bucked up greens? Why do I take collagen peptides? Why do I do all this stupid stuff? Because it's not stupid. It's what we have to do. Dilly, dilly. 
There you go. Uh, Kurt Peters says, Monty got the Levis toe. Seriously. Let's hope I don't get the Dion toe. I can get you a toe. Michael Peck says, that's a lot of carbs. Well, why do you think I'm at the gym every day at 530? Yep. Why do you think I burned 700 calories swinging a golf club this morning? You know. Uh, and Donut says, my doctor says, don't eat anything out of a box. Well, you shouldn't. I don't disagree with that, but I'm, I'm eating my high-fiber cereal out of a box. I, I quite literally don't. What do I eat out of a box? I eat rice and quinoa. That's in a package pretty much every day for lunch. I do, get a, I do probably get 200 carbs a day, which is probably a lot. No, it's not probably a lot. It is. But I think the things that work for me, honest to God, my supplements, I'm telling you. And again, if you guys think I'm, ki I'm kidding or I'm crazy, I'm not. I'm not. And I'm not doing this because they advertise on the show. If you are not taking like buckedup.com, try their greens. I'm begging you to try their greens. They, are, they, don't taste, they don't taste like anything. I put them in my morning shake. I have a morning shake every day that's got bucked up protein powder in it, uh, bucked up greens, bucked up uh, collagen peptides, um, all kinds of kale, blueberry, strawberry. Uh, I use almond milk in that, and sometimes I put coconut shavings. And it's freaking phenomenal. Yeah. And what else do I put in there? Chia seeds. Everybody joked with me that a couple of weeks ago when I said I eat chia seeds every day. Hey, dude. Again, I'll just stick with my, my health. I will stick with my health. I used to do low carb. Like back in 2000, I lost like 100 pounds on low carb. But dude, it's, it's like this, carniv this carnivore diet. It's just so much cholesterol. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. That's so much. Too many carbs, Big Jack 512 says. Don't disagree. Don't disagree. Kurt Peters says, Monty's butt needs the reset. It got a reset. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, the pipe job was quite the reset. Dude, and I will, I will tell you. Ain't no reset. My doctor, though, the guy that did my colonoscopy, straight up said, everything's great, man. Keep doing what your Water's doing. the other thing that nobody talks about. Yeah, I try to get 100 ounces of water every day. I don't always succeed. But that's why you guys see me with this big canteen. Yeah. This is, what is this, 40 or 60 or something? 40 ounces of water. Yeah, it's a 40. That's why you see me. Yeah, let me, uh, let me go ahead and slurp some water down here. I could sit here all day and talk about the little things I do. One of the things I want Mrs. Monty to allow me to do, but she never will because she's, she's pragmatic and I'm, I'm a dreamer. I want to get like a cold, a cold plunge tub. Yeah. Because it's hard for me to do cold showers anymore because my schedule's completely changed now. That works. Sleeping. I got seven solid hours of sleep last night. Sleeping more makes you feel better. I'm telling you. Um, let's see. D-Rock. All in moderation, folks. Don't overdo it. It's balanced. Yep. I agree with that. Yep. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, they say don't eat anything out of a box as a generalization to be basically encourage avoiding processed foods. I really don't. You know, the other thing I've stopped eating is pasta altogether. I used to eat whole wheat pasta like once a month. I don't even do that anymore because it's just the, the thing that I take seriously is inflammation because I don't have an ACL in my left knee. I really try not to have inflammation at all. But now I've learned so much about like intestinal inflammation and don't eat pasta, you guys. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Um, let's see. End Donuts. Wow. A comment dump. End uh, Donuts says my... He said nothing out of a box. I uh, want the best for you, Monty. Thank you, End Donuts. I appreciate 
Matt. Uh, I thought Utah was running out of water. Not anymore, dude. Well, we have enough water now, but I drink filtered water out of a out of my refrigerator. So, uh, linocaine and B twelve troll mitigation measures a must when you choose to do the showroom. Yeah, See? dude. I mean, you you have to have it, bro. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Salty Drunk says, I appreciate the attention your show uh, to being attentive with health, Monty. I really try. I really try. And I'll tell you, this is probably TMI. Do you look at your poop? I know it's uncomfortable. I know it's uncomfortable. Do you look at your poop? You should. Um, And do you pay attention? (laughs) I should not play this. Do you pay attention when you fart really loudly? So I was 17 and I farted really loud and it suddenly felt like I laid an egg. Like I was sitting on a tennis ball in my bed. Like I was lying on top of one and I couldn't get comfortable. And I'm walking around. It feels like something's like, I was like, did I like shit myself? Like (laughs) something's out of, like something's just out. Um, And I, I can't figure out what it is. Um, and I, then I go to the bathroom and I look and I'm like, do I have a penis? Um, turns out my uterus fell out, which doesn't usually happen until you're in your mid seventies when your pelvic floor decides it's um, given up. Turns out when you, uh, push when you poop, it weakens your pelvic floor and it does that so much that your uterus could fall out or your rectum. And you just have to stick it back in. <laughs> I'm so I thought you said your uterus fell out, ma'am. Bro. Let me get this right. You were chilling at the cut. Dude, what? And you farted really loud. <laughs> okay. And then it felt like you were sitting on a tennis ball. I know reset. And so your first instinct was you crapped yourself. I Q think, genus. I think that's probably a really good instinct. Right. Your second instinct was, holy cow, I farted out a penis. What did you do last night? Can sir? you measure it? Where were you, ma'am? Cock-a-doodle-doo. And then it turned out it was your uterus. Dude. Because Bro. You're, you're constipated and you pushed too hard when you pooped. Fucking A. And you Dude. shat out your uterus. Like, what? How did, like... I'm sorry, wait a minute. I Doesn't make you feel responsible. I thought you said you shat out your uterus. What the fuck are you talking about? Okay. So, about going to the doctor. (laughs) You... So you farted out your uterus. How? Dude, like, dude, like, <laughs> bro, talk about never trusting a fart. Dude, what? like, I, there's some wild shit going on. Right now. How do you like, I feel like this is a Mrs. Monty topic, dude. Like, how do you fart out your uterus, bro? Like you, you, you farted out your uterus. Like, I, dude, ain't ducking no smoke. Like <laughs> what? First of all, Michael Peck says pasta is not terrible. Get out of here. I didn't say it was terrible. I might have. Uh, it's oh. got, it, it, it is high glycemic. 
and it causes inflammation. That's all I'm saying. Uh, D-Rock says, I like these healthy segments in the show. Dude. Maury Alvarez, Monty, are farts supposed to have lumps in them? I don't Bro. think so. I don't think so. Kirby, oh, fucking A. Peter says she got that pink sock. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Peck says, what the fuck? That's what I'm talking about, dude. Like, dude, what? Bro, WW what are you talking says, about, man? dang. Truck stop gummy. Sometimes you can outsmart a fart. Sometimes the fart outsmarts you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hello, is this 911? Um, yes, what's your crime? Um, I trusted a fart. <laughs> Dude! <laughs> hello, 911, what's your emergency? Uh, yeah, uh, I think I farted out of pee. I think I farted out a penis. I'm sorry. Uh, what did you say? Holden Middick. <laughs> like, how does that happen? And by Try the way, uh, my question is, what is your level of panic if you think you <sighs> farted out a dick? Like, what is your <laughs> what? level of panic? Right? Like, I can't even imagine that. Jackass. <laughs> how? <laughs> Jeremy wrecked him. Damn near killed That's him. That's what I'm saying, dude. And Donut says, I can't unhear that. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So good. Salty Drunk says, sitting mouth wide open like, still. I oh, my God. I don't know. I, do I don't know. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, for the love of God, spare your mom from this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't even know. Who do you tell? If you think if you think you farted out a penis, who do you tell? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what um, with I have um, no idea what you do. I have um, no I have no idea what you do. Uh Jeremy Callan, honestly, I'm sitting here being really thankful that I don't have a uterus because that would be, have flown the coop many farts ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Amazing. I don't know what you do. I don't know. I don't know, dude. You're like laying in bed. You fart and your uterus falls out. And you said, yeah, uh, it felt like I was laying on a tennis ball. And then she proceeds to say, yeah, you know what? So I was 17 and I farted I really 17. loud. And it suddenly felt like I laid an egg. Like I was sitting on a tennis ball in my bed. Now wait, like I was right lying there where she's like, uh, I farted. <laughs> so I was 17 and I farted really loud. And it suddenly felt like I laid an egg. Like I was sitting on a tennis ball in my bed. Like I was lying on top of one. And I couldn't get comfortable. And I'm walking around. It feels like something's... Like, I was like, did I like shit myself? Like, <laughs> something's out of... Like, something's just out. Um, and I, I can't figure out what it is. And I, then I go to the bathroom. And I look. And I'm like... Do I have a penis? Um, turns out my uterus fell out, which doesn't what usually happen. Turns out my what? uterus what? fell out. Breaking news out of the NFL draft. Will Levis is a Tennessee Titan. <sighs> Will Levis's terror and uh, pain is over. Will <laughs> Levis has been drafted by the Tennessee Titans. 
the 33rd overall pick. There you go. Unbelievable. Joey Porter Jr. went uh, 32nd to the Steelers. No surprise at all. His dad played for the Steelers. And now Will Levis is a Tennessee Titan. The Detroit Lions are on the clock. Dude, well, like I don't, where do I don't even know where we go from there, dude. I, I, like I, I don't know. I, I don't know. We Barfing just talk- chickens. <laughs> Great place to join the show. See. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Hawkins, turns out my uterus fell out. Okay, that's enough internet for me today. <laughs> imagine, oh. imagine being on the crapper and uh. you you have the realization your uterus fell out. Pulls up iPhone, uh, Google. Calls mom? Do you call mom? What do you do? Mom, I Bro. think I farted out my uterus. Hello. We're not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. Mom, can you call me back? I farted out my uterus. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't even know what you do. I don't know what you do. I don't I don't know. Uh, that's like saying you peed out a ball. Oh, God, that sounds like, what do they call those things? Like bladder stones or kidney stones? Kidney stones. No, boy. I, I am just, I'm not doing that. But what I am doing Ooh. is Monty makes you money. Yeah, it's time, bro. It Did is time. you guys know that there's uh, round ball being played tonight? There is round ball being played tonight. Uh, Monty makes you money, as always, is presented by our good friends at Canyons Golf. The official golf course of the Monty Show is Canyons Golf up at uh, Park City Mountain Resort in the Canyons Village. That's where you find our friend Darren Ingram, the best teaching pro in Utah. You guys, you want a lesson, you want a round of golf, you got to go to Canyons Golf. The course, it is just so immaculately kept. The greens, the fairways are going to be tremendous this year with all the moisture. And already I tell you the Canyons Golf has the single most incredible views across the valley. Different elevation changes, great sight lines, great shots in the greens. And then you get a guy like Darren Ingram that really cares about your experience. By the way, if you're looking for a place to have a golf tournament here in Utah, Canyons Golf is phenomenal. Again, they're at Park City Mountain Resort in the Canyons Village, so you know that all of the food, hospitality, hotel rooms, conference rooms, you You name it, they've got it. Canyons Golf should be your home for your next uh, golfing getaway. Make sure you check them out online. When you call Canyons Golf, make sure you get in touch with Darren Ingram. Tell him you heard about it. On the Monty Show, by the way, if you want to advertise your business, they have also got advertising space available on their GPS screens and all of their golf carts. It's awesome. Make sure you check them out online uh, at Canyons Golf. All right, Monty makes you money, uh, and it's a couple of games tonight that I think are, are some of the best games of the year. Uh, We will start with the early game, which is the Sacramento Kings at the Golden State Warriors. Game's coming up in 35 minutes on ESPN. Kings at Warriors minus seven and a half. Yeah, you got balls, dude. For the Golden State Warriors. Are you guys surprised it's seven and a half? I'm really surprised by this. Seven and a half seems like a huge number. It's a big number. I think a lot of what... What goes into that number is I think a lot of people feel like tonight the Warriors are going to have, you know, like this breakthrough of sorts or like they're they're finally going to kind of take a grip on this series. And I'm just not ready to say that. Like, 
I do think they've played a couple of nice games here, but I'm not ready to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, like the Warriors are going to dominate the Kings. I'm not ready to say that yet. By the way, one quick update. Adam Schefter just tweeted this. My apologies. I want to be accurate about the NFL draft. The Arizona Cardinals traded out of that second spot in the second round with the Titans. The Titans received that 33rd pick and the 81st pick in the third round. The Cardinals get the 41st pick and the 72nd pick here in this draft. That's a third-round pick. They pick up an additional third-round pick in 2024. That trade allowed the Tennessee Titans to go up and get Will Levis uh, to be the heir apparent to Ryan Tannehill. So just for continuity's sake, uh, that's where we're at. That... um, Go ahead. Where were you? Golden State minus seven. I just and a half. don't see them taking over this series. I I don't see like what I was saying is that the seven, the minus seven and a half for the Warriors. I think a lot of what goes into that is people think that because they've won two games here that you know hey they're going to take over this series and they're going to get a grip and they're going to really like. Mm-hmm. And I'm not so sure that that that's the case. I think that 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 series have you know ebb and ebb and flow to them, and I think the Warriors. We're feeling real nice, and and obviously, like I said, that th- I said two games. They've won three games, but my point is, is that this series has been really competitive. These two are very close, and all it takes is a bad shooting night here, a bad shooting night there. Now, obviously, the legend of Game Six, Clay, is not in doubt. Wow. Everybody knows how good he is in Game Six for whatever reason. So you'd expect a big one tonight. By the way, this line has shifted. It's now seven. It's not seven and a half now, so it's come back half a point the other way. So I don't know, man. I still feel like that's a big number. I would expect this number to be three or four, not seven. Um, I don't know. I I have trouble. I have trouble believing. And this is just me. I have trouble believing that Sacramento can get back on track. This is just me. But my feeling is, is that I think Golden State wins. I think Sacramento covers, but this is going over the 237. This has been, and I think this is one of those things where when we talk about this series and how it's played out, I think this has been one of the storylines of this series in that I think Golden State has largely been able to get anything they want. Yeah. And that should be that should be scary. I think you look at the way that Clay Thompson has historically performed in game sixes. I don't know how you take the Sacramento Kings to win another game in this series. Yeah. I mean, I think the fact that A, they're 33 and 8 at home, and that's not accidental for Golden State because they're trash on the road. Oh, by the way, they just won 123 to 116 in Sacramento. And if you do some math on that, um, you you quickly understand that that's 239. So my guess is, yeah, I mean, you're looking at 239, 252. Like, I, I don't think it's any, I don't think it's any accident that these have been high scoring games. And and I guess my biggest question here is if you're the Sacramento Kings, what are you gonna do to keep Steph and Clay both under 30 points? Because that's the key to beating this team. Yeah. I think that Draymond Green coming off the bench has been a revelation for them that in, in that game. Um, but I also look at, I also look at Demontis Sabonis, and I need more. I need more out of Demontis Sabonis. I need more out of Keegan Murray, who, frankly, if we're all being honest about it, and I don't know what you guys think, I think he's played scared in these playoffs. 
and I don't have a whole lot of belief in my mind that he can step up and do more for the Golden State Warriors. And so in my mind, I think this this I think this series may largely be over already. Okay. No, Be- yeah, I don't disagree with most of that. Yeah. Because Keegan Murray's got to be better, and I don't know that he's capable of being yeah, I better. I definitely agree you need more out of Murray and Sabonis. There's no, there's no question about okay, it. Okay, then I- be a man. Put your uterus on the table and... Well, wait. Me? That came out wrong. Anyway, Put your uterus on the table. And I am 17, and I farted loudly. It's stuck in my head. It just is what it is. My point is, be a man. Make the pick. What do you got here? Minus 7, 237, 6 o'clock. Kings cover. Warriors win. Goes over. I agree. I'm a stud. I'm a stud. So is Michael Mayer. Michael Mayer, the fine tight end out of uh, Notre Dame. Goes fourth overall in the second round. 35th overall, excuse me. Fourth in the second round to the Las Vegas Raiders. Who, bros, I, I don't know how to break this to you. But the Las Vegas Raiders are having a draft. And I know that a lot of people are going to be skeptics of this. But I love Tyree Wilson. And I understand the Cleveland Farrell comparisons. This dude's a stud. I think Tyree Wilson was a huge pickup for my R&W. Um, and I'm, I'm not a Raider fan anymore, but I was. But uh, the Raiders are doing great in this draft. Yeah. I, think, I think Michael Mayer is a lovely replacement uh, for Darren Waller. I think this is a great draft for the Raiders so far. I think they're in a really good spot. Um, it'll be interesting to see. By the way, Sam Laporta, excuse me, the tight end from Iowa, went to the Lions. So Michael Mayer is the third tight end drafted uh, now in this draft. The LA Rams are on the clock. We'll keep you updated on that. Um, let's get some of your comments on Kings and Warriors. Um, Dixon Butts. Bro. He said, you did not. Dixon Butts. You did not just make a name, Dixon Butts. Holden Middick. Anita Dick and Ming. Anita Dick. Hiscock. Hugh Janus. Okay. Waves in opposition. Yes, okay. Uh, he says, Chef Curry. Salty Drunk says, this will be a blowout. The dubs will cover. I, I, I almost went that way. But I think Sacramento is going to fight what their asses you, off. James, what makes you think it's a blowout? I'm really curious on that. Like, do you, do you think it's just because it's in Golden State and it's Game Six, and they're just it's just going to go that way, or what? I think that Sacramento's out of gas, and I think that I'm really disappointed in Keegan Murray, and I think Demontis Sabonis and Keegan Murray have been two of the biggest disappointments in these playoffs. Yeah, I think obviously the Milwaukee Bucks were the biggest disappointment. Them losing as a team. Yeah, I don't really pinpoint that on one person besides Grayson Allen not knowing that. Hey, you got to shoot before the clock runs out, you prick. Anyway, uh, my point <laughs> is, um, I have no busy tripping somebody. I have no love lost for him. Um, I think the Bucks are the biggest disappointment, but I think Keegan Murray and Demontis Sabonis have to be high on that list. Yeah, I mean, it's Agreed. it's incredible. Uh, Glenn, San Diego State Aztec says, Michael Mayer's a Notre Dame tight end is a Raider. I like the pick. I like the pick a lot. Uh, Jeremy Callahan says, Dixon butt ain't farting out no uterus. Dude. I mean, you know. <laughs> Jeremy Callahan, Tyree Wilson uh, might be the best pick thus far. He's going to be a stud. Uh, Todd Eliason, that needs to be trademarked legit. I totally agree. Totally agree. What? I'm not sure, but I totally agree. It it doesn't. I I don't know. Okay. It, it just it doesn't go. matter. 
uh, whatsoever. All right, back to Monty Makes You Money. So we have got the uh, Kings covering Golden State winning going over the 237. The game of the night. The Memphis Grizzlies and the LA Lakers minus five, 220 and a half. I have no idea where to go on this How game. How much of LeBron's legacy is on the line? I don't know because I don't think LeBron is the same LeBron James. Could be wrong. And you guys, I'm sure, will tell me what you think, but I do not believe that that he is the same LeBron James. I mean, when your high watermark is scoring, you know, 20 points a game, that's not who this cat's been. Right. And yet here we are talking about LeBron James. Oh, my God, he's scoring 20, doing 20 and 20. Give me 35 and 10. That's who LeBron's been. Yeah. Is he still that dude? And he talked about the fact that he was embarrassed in, in game five when he only scored 15 points, and he said he's going to make that good tonight. Um, and, I, I mean, I think he clearly has dominated. I think he's dominated Dylan Brooks at times in this series. I think he broke Dylan Brooks. Yeah. Dylan Brooks wasn't the same guy anymore, dude. Yeah. You might be right. But Dylan Brooks is still doing damage. And I think that's a huge problem. And I also look at Luke Kennard, who's got the shoulder injury that apparently he is not able to shoot. I think he's a huge loss for them because now Dylan Brooks has to be a dude. Yeah. Yeah. I think you have to take the Lakers to close out tonight. <clears throat> My only other question is Anthony Davis, man. I see him laying around a lot. I, uh, he's been playing, obviously. But he's been a big, big X factor for them. When he plays, they are obviously... Better. But what do I say about guys that lay on the floor all the time? Constantly hurt. And he's on the floor all the time. And you you look at AD's game log, and you look at the fact that he has been wildly inconsistent. 31 points, 12 points, 31 points, 13 points, 22 points. Wildly inconsistent in this series. And I'm going to stick and stay with what I said in the, in the pr previous game. Yeah. What does Jaron Jackson Jr. do in this game? Because if he gives them another 5 of 11 and he scores 18 points and 10 rebounds, the Lakers are going to win the game. Yeah, Jaron's got to have a far greater impact than that. And I understand that Desmond Bain has been absolutely terrorizing the Lakers. Uh -huh. Great, let Desmond Bain get his. But you can't give up, you can't give up 31 to John ja Morant. And you can't give up 33 to Desmond Bain. And then 25 more to... Jaron Jackson. Yeah. And the thing that I think changes in this game, the Lakers are not going to run out of gas in this game. They're just not. They're, they are simply, in my opinion, you're at home, you're sleeping in your own bed, you feel recharged. I don't see any way they run out of gas. I'm taking the Lakers to close tonight. I would agree with that. I think, you know, there's been a lot made of this back-to-back-to-back-to-back, like playing every other day style in this series. And, and I do think there's real credence to that, especially for a guy like LeBron. But at the same time, there's no doubt Seven, eight hours of sleep in your own bed will will cure lots. And you combine that with modern medicine, you know, everything they have to rehab, they're gonna be fine. Uh what's the what are the numbers looking like on this game again? The numbers on this game are minus five to the Lakers, two twenty and a half. Yeah, I think I think win cover and over for win, sure. Win cover over. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. I think the Lakers will close out strongly. I could be wrong. Uh by the way, the LA Rams. Kind of surprising. Steven Avila from uh, TCU. They drafted an offensive lineman. Are you guys surprised by that? 
Not really. I mean, it shouldn't surprise you that Derek Hall uh, is off the board. The edge rusher from Auburn goes to the Seattle Seahawks at 37. Yeah. I mean, the Seahawks are rebuilding that defense. We talked about this last night. I think they're going to ride with Geno and they're going to they're going to build defense. And I think that's exactly what they're doing. I still think the Raiders are one of the best picks in this. I mean, Houston, what Houston's done. Yeah. Um, arguably the the Eagles, but yeah, there's something. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Colts are back on the clock. Uh, it'll be Colts, Panthers, Saints, Cardinals coming up. So we'll uh, we'll keep you up to date on that. Uh, C. Kaufman says, oh, I agree with that, Jeremy Callahan, um, who says, how could it not be? Okay. The word of the day is uterus. How could it not be? I kind of agree with that. Kurt Myers says, I'm out like a fat kid in dodgeball. Have a good weekend, y'all. See you, brother. You too, my friend. Uh, Mike Rochburn. See what he did there. Mike Rochburns. So is that my crotch burns? Yeah, it is. Man. It's cock. I need a dick. King James reminds Hugh me James. of of like Conley. Who's like Conley? Yeah, I have no idea. I need a dick in me. No idea. Holden Middick. Jeremy Callahan. He totally broke Dylan Brooks's uterus. <laughs> see, see what he did there? Uh, Mike Rochburns says Dylan, uh, Dylan Brooks is not him. He's no Jimmy Butler, or excuse me, he's no Himmy Butler, but he'll do. Himmy Butler. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, Anthony Davis is 85% uterus. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mike Rochburns. Anyone else hearing voices? Monty Ghost? Jesus. Could be Jesus. I mean, you should take your meds. Uh, Brad Turner, LeBron is not going to win this year. He will not be adding to his legacy at this point other than playing with his son. I have mad respect for him, and I am a fan. Will he ever win another championship? Yeah, I think they still got a ways to go here. <sighs> Probably not. I don't think he... Do you, do you really think? Yeah, I think he's got a shot. I think he's... They, they need to find one... Like what? There's a lot of optimism that the Lakers are going to sign Austin Reeves this summer, and I would agree with that. But the question's going to be, you know... What happens if it burns down in Clipperland? Can you go and get, you know, PG is, is, you know, let's say that the Suns win the championship this year. That kind of cements Book as a Sun for a little while. Like, there was a lot of thought that maybe Book could be a Laker. Like, Braun needs another guy on that level to go ahead and win a championship. Okay. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. Uh, let's see. Pollyanna. What's up, Pollyanna? Good to hear from you in uh, the Bay Area. Did Jake Hayner get uh, picked up yet? He is not. Jeremy Callahan, Tyree Wilson, Jalen Carter, and Jack Campbell are the three best picks so far. Jalen Carter is not the best pick. He has to show that he is willing to train and be in condition. Yeah, you mean he has to show that he's not first team all fat ass? Dude, he's very fat, Zion Williamson fat, right now. Fat. Very Zion Williamson. Cam Harrison says, good afternoon, guys. What's up, Cam? Tom says, LeBron is at, Mike, at the Michael Jordan with the Wizards stage of his career. You really uh, think so? No, I think he's still got some time before that, dude. Yeah, I don't know about that. I would agree. I don't know that he is at that not stage. Not quite there yet. Mike was just not an operator with, with I mean, LeBron has dominated games in this series. Yeah. LeBron has dic dictated the pace of games in this series. Yeah. So I, I'm not ready to say that, that he's completely done. Yeah. You know, but, but again, 
who am I? I could be completely wrong. Um, I don't know. I think that, you know, the interesting thing to me, and again, this is just my opinion. I think LeBron James is one of the most disrespected athletes on the planet, on the entire planet. Yeah, I mean, I think that he's highly controversial, and that's just the reality of it. I mean, you you look at his game, and he's not... It's so funny. Braun is not the guy that's like a beautiful score. He's not one of the... He's not like KD or Book or like, you know, how Kobe or Mike was, where it's just a beautiful thing to watch. But what he is is dominant. And it's so funny that he holds the all-time scoring record now not being one of those guys. And it's it's just like, hey... All those little put my shoulder into your chest layups he has are why he's sitting on top of the mountain. And I think you just have to respect that. Yeah, he is one of the most disrespected guys, but at the same time, success breeds disrespect. So I think that's kind of, you know, when you disrespect him, you're kind of paying respect to him in that sense. Yeah, I I don't understand. I don't understand some of the vitriol for him. I mean, I, I'm sure some of this is political and he talks too much or whatever. I, I mean, I totally understand that. But I think it'll be interesting to see exactly how all that plays out. But, hey, you know what? I think, again, to, to, to finish the Monty makes you money. Venom and vitriol. Uh, I'm going to take the Warriors to win cover over. And I'm going to take the Lakers to win cover over. Yeah, Warriors is win Kings cover. I'm going to go Warriors over. cover over. I'm going win cover over on both. Okay. I'm a stud. I can handle it. I'm willing to put it put it all out on the table. <sighs> yeah. That's what I do. You know. All right. Um, uh, let's talk about Spirit Airlines before we get out of here today. This is ridiculous, dude. This is ridiculous. Our non-sports stories of the day today presented by our good friends at Bucked Up Energy. Bucked Up, you guys. Have you gotten your free samples of Buckshot yet? <laughs> Dude, if you have not gotten your free samples of Buckshot, please go get them. It is, it is the game changer in energy. It gives you really clean energy that's long-lasting. It is all-day energy. And you don't have spikes. You don't have drops. You don't have any of that nonsense. Clean, good ingredients that gives you consistent all-day energy. And it's just a little shot. And I love that. It's not some huge thing you got to drink. It's not some... Thing you got to worry about, oh, is it a pre-workout? It's not. It gives you long, consistent energy. It gives you mental clarity. It gives you that pep that you need, whether it's after lunch, whether it's after your workout in the morning, when, it's, when you first get right out of bed in the morning. That's what Buckshot is for. And they want to give you six free Buckshots of your choice. Get it right now in the description below right here on YouTube. If you're listening on our audio podcast, it's in the description of this audio podcast as well. Go get it from our good friends at Bucked Up, who you know, I know I say it every day. The reason I love Bucked Up is because their stuff just works. Whether it is the, the Miami, who I've got like two good sips left. <sighs> Boy, great job filling the gap there, Jake. Get it. <laughs> wow. Whether it is the Bucked Up Miami wow. energy drink, no sugar involved in it, low stim, high stim, Bucked Up just works. Bucked Up Energy, make sure you get in the uh, link below. Boy, that hit a little different, didn't it? <laughs> uh, let's talk about Spirit Airlines. How picky are you guys when you fly? <clears throat> now, I will admit, as a man of little resources, I fly Spirit Airlines all the time. That's a lie. 
Uh, I refuse to, to fly Spirit. The I refuse to determine that was a lot. I do. I refuse to fly Spirit. I refuse to fly Southwest. Uh-huh. I am a Delta guy. I have a Delta Amex card. I will not fly anything but Delta. Mrs. Monty is pretty well aware of that. I look at Spirit Airlines. And I see the video that I'm about to play for you. And it is terrifying to me. And this is the exact reason why I don't fly with Spirit. I don't That's care if it tape. is aviation, airplane tape, or nothing. The fact that you even had to take the plane together, and then you're doing it while people are on the flight like we cannot see you. That's the reason right there that I will not fly with Spirit. You guys, that's, they're putting duct tape on a motor mount. But Spirit, no, sir. No. After a while, that's going to need a fresh new coat of tape. That tape going to lose their stickiness. You flying all around the world and you got tape holding it together? Baby, no. Don't even worry about it. Not a chance <laughs> you like how in the world. Spirit? She doesn't say Spirit. It's Spirit. Yeah, Spirit. hey, I don't care what you call it. Here it is again. And this is the exact reason why I don't fly with Spirit. I don't care if it is Dude, they're putting duct tape on the engine mount. The fact that you the thing that holds the engine the to the wing, you know, and the portion that powers the plane, the like that whole crash and die thing, they're this putting the tape. Right there that I will not fly with Spirit. I'm not now, flying Spirit. I can do. But Spirit, I will not fly no, Spirit sir. Airlines. At the Spirit. Wild, I won't do it. That's ridiculous that they're putting duct tape on an engine mount. Yeah, I can't do it, dude. So what is your limitation? What won't you do? I will not fly Spirit. I will not fly Frontier, which I think might be out of business. Yeah, I think the regionals are the ones that I don't really like. You know, you look at Spirit. You look at, like, Alaska. Nah. Uh, Hawaiian. I, I'll fly Hawaiian. Yeah. I'll fly Hawaiian. Not if, unless I have to. Like, Hawaiian's on I that will, list. I will fly Delta 1, United 2, and American Airlines 3. And if I got to fly something other than that, it better be to Europe, dude. Yeah. Because if I... And if Qantas was good, too, by the way. If it's Lufthansa... Yeah, Qantas was phenomenal to Australia. Uh, if it's Lufthansa... Dude. <laughs> if it's Lufthansa, if it is British Airways, Air Canada... Okay, I'm good with that. I'm not flying like discount airline guy. You pay for what you get here. And I am not flying... Like, I admit, and I think you guys probably know this... I'm a bit of a snob and I am the guy who's like, well, if I can't fly business or first, I'm probably not going right. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm with you now. Some quick trips. If I'm flying from Salt Lake to Vegas, okay, maybe I'll hop on a Southwest jet. Very rarely, very, very rarely. Yeah. If I can take Delta, I will. The problem with American, I don't like flying the regional jet to that American makes you fly. Yeah, I have to say that once I flew first class with Delta, that kind of ruined me. Oh, it there's no, me, dude, there's no doubt about it. We flew Delta One last year. Uh, you know, we got the beds, we got everything that you were looking for in Delta One, and it just is, it's completely worth it, man. If you're more than four hours, Delta One is where it's at, dude. I I'm not flying low cash. I'm not. You know, uh, Greg Hawkins. I fly Delta. If it's to Asia, Cathay Pacific. Really? Never okay. flown that. Maury Alvarez, the great Floridian. But duct tape is like the force. It has a light side and a dark side, and it holds the universe together. Okay. Okay. Uh, Master Bates. I ain't going to fly I'm Spiri. I, I'm sorry. Yes. Master Bates. Yeah. Bro. What? Scock. 
What, what is that? Are is that is that the theme of the show today? It, it must be. Can I can I get an account that says uterus without saying uterus? Like, do we have one of those yet? Since that's the word of the day, you know. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, fly spirit and become a spirit. I was going to make that joke, but I felt like it was bad karma. But you're not wrong. What did I just say? See, Coppin, if you fly with them, you might become a spirit. Damn. See what he did there. Damn. Michael Peck. I have a flight with Spirit coming up in June. Dude, Michael, bro. It's always free in-flight entertainment. Nah. Yeah, out the window. Nah, like, I'm good. I'm good. Maybe your mom didn't go to heaven. Pretty entertaining. Yeah, maybe your mom didn't go to heaven if she flew Spirit Airlines. Pretty entertaining uh, watching this engine almost fall off the wing. Oh, dear. Oh, my. Is that a problem? Come on, man. Master Bates says, nah, bro. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Exactly right. Uh, Michael Peck, but yeah, it's aviation tape, not duct tape. Not uncommon. I've seen it on Delta flights more than once. Hell no. Yeah, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go ahead and, uh, I'm gonna have to deplane, please. I'm You're throwing our budget a little out of whack. I'm gonna say if if somebody's putting aviation tape on the Dude. wing to hold the motor or the engine, Dude. and it's it's an engine. If somebody's putting aviation tape on the the engine mount of of the flight that i'm on it's going to be hey well if that fat ass hadn't gotten on the plane the engine would have stayed on the wing soft person tennis yeah. so i'm going to go ahead and get out <laughs> you guys go ahead all right we'll see hey, duck and no smoke. i'll catch up with you yeah, later dude. down the line i'm going to pass i'm going to drive <laughs> see ya and donuts I've been effed by United International every stinking flight. Straight pipe, homie. But I got to tell you, we've flown, I've flown American to, to Europe three times. And the only thing they won't let me do is throw this chair out of the airplane while it's at 40,000 feet. kick a person when he's down. But other than that, I love American International. Dude. You know. Okay, give us the lowdown on the chair. What's the deal? The stupid tell arm. Tell the story. So how long have you had the chair? three weeks okay and you bought the chair thinking okay it's gonna be a good chair it is a good chair except the stupid armrest like it drives me crazy and i am not listen i'm a simple motherfucker right like i don't ask well i ask for a lot that's Me? not true and i am quite complex so that's a lie too Fucking a. but the point is <laughs> i don't need a lot in a chair i just need a chair with some comfortable arms yeah i guess i'll and have to figure something out hello what is this, Spirit Airlines? Yeah, apparently. Get some duct tape, bro. Apparently it is. You know. Jesus. My watch is fat shaming me right now. Um, oh, get up. You've been sitting for too long. Hey, how about Nike sending out an alert to my phone? John Morant is playing with gratitude. What's, what's the secret behind Jaws bounce? Well, that hooker on his face is uh, part of it. You know, it could have been that he... Uh, you know, what's the secret to his bounce? Yeah, you know, that, that that occasion in the nightclub, you know, like you just said, the hooker on his face. I don't know, maybe maybe the 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 rolling out of your crib brandishing a handgun at a kid that you were playing basketball with, you know, that that bounce. By the yeah. way, speaking of Spirit Airlines, did you guys hear I didn't know this until the other day I was on TikTok and I saw a story that they believe that they know where Amelia Earhart crashed. Um, and then I went and looked it up, and it's actually true. 
she crashed on an island. They think they found her, her, her remains and her her navigator's remains on an island. Wasn't the was this where did she crash? The supposedly the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. She landed her plane uh, allegedly, they believe, on this island because she ran out of fuel because she got lost. And she ran out of fuel and landed on this island and nobody ever found her. Damn. And they um, somebody explored that island and um, found her and her aviator's remains. And it's only like... Wait, so they found the plane and her remains? I don't remember about the plane. I just remember her... They found human remains that they believe were Amelia Earhart and her, and her aviator. Wow. I didn't know that. Uh, Giggity says, if Maverick was flying with duct tape, I'd ride with him. Well, Maverick's different. Steve Stepanik. Why is the NFL and the NBA registered as entertainment that frees them up to fix games legally? I Okay, next question. I'm next not here week. for it. Dude. Come back I'm next week. I'm not here week, for bro. it. Uh, Brad Turner, Utes are us. Go Utah. I don't disagree. Uh, C. Kaufman, I fly Korean Air when going to the Philippines. No kidding. Okay. Never flown Korean Air. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, YouTubers are us. There you go. Okay. There you go. Maury Alvarez had a 90-minute delay with Allegiant because they had to restaple the carpet in the cabin. Wow. No, nah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and pass on that, man. You know. Uh, J.K. Marshall, J.B. Weld works better on the wings. Okay, good. Okay. J.B. Weld. Joe Eaton. No, dude. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, the aviation tape better come with some uh, muffin rivets. Muffin rivet. Tape is out. I just want you guys to know that. Oh, but it's Gorilla Glue, bro. No, I don't care. You're a douche. I don't know, man. I ain't, I ain't doing that. Doesn't make you feel responsible. I ain't doing that. Uh, salty drunk. How is this issue not detected during long, extensive safety checks, right? Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Notice the next comment. Notice the next comment. Check the next comment. Take the arm armrests off. Yeah, like they took off that motor with duct tape. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> armrests on a chair are important. Kind of like duct tape on a motor mount. Get them damn armchairs in the air and give it an airplane spin and slam. I should. Yes, you did. I should. Yes, you did. I could have. Uh, truck stock company. I thought she got eaten alive. No. Oh, dude. No. Oh, she bro. didn't get eaten alive. Uh, Giggity. Did Amelia use duct tape on her plane? I think she. I think she may have. Did they find her remains by Hurley's snack stash? Ooh, bro. In Smith's Cove? Anyway, <laughs> what's the name of that show? Oh, uh, man. I can't remember the name dude. of that show. Something like that. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, has nobody made a Utes uterus joke in the past 15 minutes? No, nobody has. Nakamura Island in the Pacific, J.K. Marshall says. Is that true? Is that like Nakatomi The Curse Center? of Oak Island. The Curse of Oak Island, yes. Is is that n n is that like no no, I don't know. Uh, I work on aircraft that tape wouldn't pass where I work. No. Well, apparently it passed wherever Buddy works. Hey no, reset. You don't you don't you don't do that. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, destroy that abomination of seating. No, we're gonna give it to Jake. No. You're not. We're going to give it to Are well, you out of your goddamn mind? No, we're giving it to you. No. It's a good chair. Okay, not good enough if you weren't liking it. Yeah, but you don't and use like armrests. I, I use the armrests. Right, but I like my chair. Yeah, but your chair doesn't like... How many times have you farted on that chair? Plenty, dude. Let's be Even honest. Even today, I mean, I'm probably at 10 just during the show. Are you really? No. I haven't at all. No, I'm probably I like never, three or four. I've never, not one time Stay in three weeks. 
Well, that's never mind. That's no. not. Uh, Jorge says maybe uterine tape keeps it in. Bro, on, okay. chill, chill, yeah, chill. I don't think it did. Uh, throw that chair like Paul Tuttle, Monty. <laughs> right? American Chopper. That show is amazing. Uh, isn't uh, Nicaragua Island where Godzilla lives? Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, Maury Alvarez. Only take the aviation tape if Ryan Reynolds is involved and he's including his gin. Come on, man. Wrexham got promoted. Yeah, dude. Did you hear he's... I can't remember what other team he's trying to yeah, buy. Yeah, I saw that. Let me look it up real quick. I he's, saw that story. Oh, the Ottawa Senators. He's trying to no, buy the Ottawa Senators. Yes, serious? he is. He's going to be a... Uh, he's trying to be a uh, minority investor in the Ottawa Senators. 100% true. I kid you not. Kid you not. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, question. How many times have you farted on that chair? Answer, not enough to eject a uterus. Well, see, what, see what he's doing there? Like, look at me. He's placating to the video we played earlier. I get it. He's, I got it. You know. Yeah, this show today. <laughs> you guys, this has been an amazing week, and it's over now. Oh, man, um, If dude. you have not, please hit the like button right now. Do it. Uh, we're only at 177 likes. We like 200 Come in on, a show. Dude, we took care of business for you. Take care of business for us. Let's That's go. That's only 23 done. more likes. Hit the Literally, like button, right you scrubs. Hit the like button. Come on, bro. You guys, you're amazing. I love you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you very much. Thanks for being here every day. Thanks for watching the show. Thanks for waving when you come to the Maverick Center for Utah Grizzlies hockey. Peace out. Until Monday. Say fart out your uterus, Jake. Fart out your uterus, Jake.